You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Yes, it's another Friday and so time for another Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix brought to you by the Cornish Soccer Talking Football Podcast. This is episode number 32 of Series 2 coming to you on the 13th of March 2020. Yes, Friday the 13th. Is it going to be a lucky one? And am I going to hear my co-host come in, Rappo? The place where legends are born. Afternoon, Deeks. The, the coronavirus can't stop us, mate. <laughs> <Not so laughs> I'm behind anyway. closed doors, mate. I'm behind closed doors. Yeah, and I'm <laughs> I'm I'm self isolating at the moment, so. Uh, <laughs> so uh, yes, all very yeah, concerning. That and the weather. Yes, it's, it's uh yeah. Yeah. So, anyway, how's your week been? Otherwise. Yeah. All right. All right. Thanks, Dave. Yeah. Um, bit of football on the TV, mate. Want the Shanksy Liverpool go to the Champions League last night? But mm. being a Man United fan and all that. <laughs> but no, I like to see the British teams do well. Actually, if I'm honest, Dick. So you know, like even Liverpool, mate. So, but um, even yeah, <laughs> yeah, not watched a lot of local stuff, mate. Really, mm. I know there's been a couple midweek games to five, Dave, not there? But mm. but I've looked out the window, mate, and saw the weather, and I thought oh, I'll I'll be the fair weather armchair fan, mate, at the minute. Yeah, well, it's fair comment. I mean, the weather has been it's so damp underfoot that. Um, you yeah. have to take that into consideration and if it should rain I mean like last night I was at the Falmouth match and I, I must admit I hadn't really looked at the forecast before going because I I fed up with looking at the weather forecast yeah. but um, you know there's a heavy well, it rained quite heavily for about it must have been 15 minutes towards the end of the game so uh, luckily it's somewhere where there's you know stands to shelter but yeah. you know there's a lot of pitches, a lot of sp- supporters that wouldn't have that luxury, isn't it, in, in Cornwall? Yeah. So, um, so yeah, you have exactly. to be a little bit selective, put it that way. Yeah, I see Mass um, followed followed my lead, mate, didn't he, on Tuesday? Sticker and stayed in his corner. <laughs> <laughs> it just puts your head in at the end, mate, because you're putting your wipers on all the time. <laughs> I'm sure I'll get a flat battery there one day. Yeah. Mate. I'll be and go over. <laughs> Either that, or it'll get so wet that you won't be able to get out the field. So yeah, yeah, that's happened yeah, before as well. Yeah, yeah, that's true, mate. <laughs> right. Okay, so are we ready to go with another podcast? Yes, mate. Yeah, let's go for it, mate. Right, let's go for it. Well, it's it's you that's got to go for it. Have we got any tidbit this week or not? Yeah, I've got a bit. I've got to be honest, though, I've been a bit slack, mate, this week because um, I usually have a good old scour, you know, over the week uh, before Thursday afternoon, evening, when we talk, mate, before Friday. And uh, I've been watching four hours of horse racing every ah, afternoon. Yes. Right, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I've, uh, I'm, well, I was doing really well up to today, Dave. I was well up, I was, <laughs> but. Uh, I've lost a bit of day, mate, but uh, mm-hmm. I was thinking I should have done a horse racing slot, mate, instead of better the week. <laughs> <laughs> I to be doing better on the horses, mate. But but uh, but I've got a few bits, Dave. I, um, I thought seeing it was St Piran's Day last week. Um, it might be a good chance to see how many teams 
or Saints, mate, in a Cornish okay. League. Yeah. yeah, yeah, just thought, just thought of it. I mean, I'm talking like sort of South West Peninsula League, West Dave, St. Perrins League, Combination League, East Cornwall League, and the Duchy and Trelawney, mate. Right, so, so the Saturday leagues. Basically, mate, yeah, I've just kept it to the Saturday yeah. League, really. And how many do you reckon there is, dude? Ooh. Not clubs, mate, teams, like, you know, teams. I'm talking... Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, got to be quite a few, I would have thought. So, um... The, I thought it was more than I've actually... How many leagues are we talking about? So, we've got the... Uh, peninsula, um... Are you talking both peninsulas, or just... No, I've just, decided west. Just the west, yeah. So, Peninsula yeah. West, um... Two, St. Pirin, East Cornwall Combination... So we've got about 15 leagues, I guess, haven't we? Yeah, so four each and the I would say, I would say 75. Yeah, that's that's what I thought, Dave. I thought, I bet it's going to be about 60 plus. 35, mate. Is that all? Yeah, unless I've counted it wrong, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I'm more than welcome to be corrected. But you know everyone's going to be rushing to their, their yeah. tablets or smartphones yeah. or computers now and looking up how many saints there are. I know, mate. Well, this is what I come up with. You know, I don't know if you want to, um, you know, if you can think of any more dates, but in the South West Peninsula League, mate, there's only three. St. Austell, St. Blasey and St. Dennis. Right, yeah. I thought, yeah. Um, some Pyrrhon leagues, mate, obviously two divisions. Um, they've only got six in the two divisions. Right. St. Ives, St. Bay, yeah. Right. St. Ives, St. Bay, St. Agnes, St. Morgan, St. Austell Reserves and St. Dennis Reserves. Right. And the Combo League, they've only got two. Mm. St. Bay Reserves and St. Agnes Reserves. So, oh. I know a few, yeah, we've had a few sort of dropped out the leagues, haven't they? But, but the, the East Cornwall League did usurp that uh, similar level league. They were six Saints they got. They got St Dominic, St Member, St Clear, St Stephen, St Teth and St Blasey Reserves. Right. Um, yeah, and across the Duchy League, well, the league's four divisions, there's 11, St Newland East, St Brewer, St Merrin, St Member Reserves, St Evel, St Stephen's Reserves, St Clear Reserves, St. Colin Major, St. Dominic Reserves, St. Morgan Reserves, and St. Anne's Chapel Day. Mm. But, uh, and they beat the Trelawney League, mate, by four, because across their four divisions, they've only got seven. St. Ives Mariners, St. Just, St. Erm, St. Bay Third, St. Agnes Third, St. Ives Town Reserves, and last but not least, they've St. Berrien, Home of Lindowskis, Lazarkowskis, <laughs> mate. <laughs> so, yeah, so that makes it 35 altogether, mate, if I haven't missed any. Mm. Well, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, I went on the basis of, I was sort of a, allowing about five a, five a league, but I was so, I was yeah. grossly uh, over counting, wasn't I? So, right. Yeah, I was on the UK. Right. Yeah, that's still like 35 cents. I think, that, I think it's probably still the most in the country or they've lived oh, yeah, in any yeah. county. Gotta be, gotta be. Well, yeah. Does that include St. Callington and St. Millbrook? <laughs> that's the one, mate. I'm sure they got some saints there somewhere, mate. But, <laughs> <laughs> but hey, good result for Millbrook last night, though. Yes. So I just couldn't, couldn't see that one. Uh, come in, mate, oh, you, but, well, yeah, it finished. Anyone who hasn't heard the result, it finished St. Millbrook 2, St. Saltash 0, didn't it? So, yeah, 
Congrats, mate. Congrats. Yeah. They got they meet again, don't they, in the other semi-final yep, next, next week. week. That's right. At, yeah. at uh, St. Godolphin. Yeah. <laughs> St. Godolphin Way, mate. <laughs> Godolphin Way. <laughs> hey, Dave, you know how much I like a goal scorer? Well... I thought with a massive backlog of games coming up, we might see some of these well-known strikers added to their tallies, mate, oh. pretty quickly, I oh. think, with all these games. And so I just thought these were a few to keep your eye on, mate, before the end of the season um, throughout the various leagues and loads of games left for them to hit the net, mate. I'm sure loads of these tallies are going to go up. But I reckon all these strikers, mate, could finish with 50-plus this season, and some already have. But uh, I'll just go through the leagues quickly, Dave. In the Western League, mate, Plymouth Portway's Adam Corter is, all, is on 29 already. Mm-hmm. Um, in the South West Peninsula League, West Division, you've got Goldie, mate, Mark Goldsworthy from Aston on 36 before last night, Dave. Yep. Did he score last night? Did Goldie get one last night? I don't think he did, did he? I think it's Phil Catching and Billy Tucker, to be honest. But um... Yeah. Well, I haven't really had a good look at Twitter, mate, with all the horse racing. But, but um, Aidan Turner, mate, of Mosul, he's had a fantastic season. He's on 34 yeah. for uh, Ashy's boys, mate, top scorer. And the, obviously the Salt Ash duo, mate, Ryan Richards with 32 and Sam Hughes with 30. So that's the Southwest Peninsula League, mate. I, I reckon all of them could get 50, mate. Um, in the St. Parent League East Division, you've got St. Morgan's Craig Allen on 28. After stepping up from junior football last season as well, Dave. So, the man with no nickname, mate, Craig Allen's doing well, isn't he? Mm. <laughs> but, uh, and in the combo league, Alex Ralph uh, from Pendine Rovers, mate, is having a great season. He's on 32 goals already. Right. So, he's looking good for 50. And in the East Cornwall League, a young man we've mentioned, well, we've mentioned a lot on the show, especially in John's roundup, mate, is uh, Kieran Royal, mate, from St Dominic. He's currently on 26 with lots of games to play. So, all of them lads, mate, looking good. He's got to be good for at least a hat-trick Saturday as well, hasn't he, I, I reckon? Yeah, yeah, I think so, mate. <laughs> if I was a betting man, I'd say, yeah, yeah. Sorry, John. Yeah, but, uh... yeah sorry, John. <laughs> Unless he runs into that soggy corner, mate. <laughs> In John's soggy corner. It could be a secret weapon. Although it's not secret yeah. now, is it? Everyone knows about John's soggy corner, so... Yeah, that's it, mate. Knock a ball into that corner, mate. He's going to hold up. <laughs> well, we had uh, we had Matt Lloyd the other week, didn't we? It was sloppy. He didn't like sloppy, sloppy pitches, didn't he? Yeah. Or he liked yeah. sloppy pitches. I wonder he how he get on with soggy St Clair's pitch. But uh... yeah, no, he'd love it, mate. Really, all sloppy and soggy, <laughs> mate. Really, Lloydie would love that, mate. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. But in the junior leagues, Dave, I just thought I'd mention him in Trelawney, mate. You've got the experienced Don Pullen and Morning on thirty-three. Daniel Claypit from Four Lanes 27. Ashley Ellis, though, listen to this, mate. A serial combo scorer, Ashley, though, mate. And he's from St. John. He's on 61. 61? Who's he played for? Yeah. So just, mate. Oh, yeah, he's got 61 ready. Yeah, he stayed loyal, mate, with uh, a few others, didn't he? So good on him for that, mate. Um, when they drop down a couple of leagues, then they come out the combo, St. Just. But it looks like they're going back up in the right direction, mate, anyway, doesn't it? But. 
Um, Jake Blakeston makes some football in the same divisions on 34. And in Division 2, Mark Bell of Chasewater, mate, is all, he's already got 51. Mm. And Jason Busby of Tregony is on 46. So, But not many in the Dutch League. I don't know if they've not played quite as many games, but obviously Geordie Wilmot of Division 2, Nampian Rovers, mate, he's on 56 already, <laughs> followed by Brother Reese, mate, on 28. So... So keep your eyes on all those lads' tallies, mate, before the seasons are out. I know in the Cornish Soccer magazine, they usually keep an update of the scores, don't you? Yeah. So yeah. that'll be, um, look forward to that this month, mate, magazine. Then, um, Have you we'll not be Oh, no, is it, is it in the post, though, is it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, if brilliant. Look if forward you don't get it today, mate. you should get it tomorrow, I would have thought. I would have thought. Oh, no, Have you mate. had your post today yet? Yeah, that's today's, mate. Yeah, but trouble is, mate, we get it early in the morning now. We used to get it in the afternoon, mate. Uh, so, right. yeah, we get it about nine o'clock now. So, yeah, hopefully get it in the morning, though. Surely, though, if it goes um, first class, it should be there next day. Did you, was it yesterday, mate, was it? I posted on yesterday, yeah. Oh, unless unless Sweeters opened it, mate, down at the post office, steamed it open, <laughs> and yeah, he's having a read, mate, isn't he, before he delivers it to yeah, me, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. You know he's gay. I know Sweeters gay, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, yeah, talking, mate, talking, you know we mentioned Dominic Cullen last week. They're scoring 33 goals already this season. Yeah. Well, I saw him Saturday night <laughs> last weekend, mate, at the Boys Life concert. I told you about mate, at Plymouth Pavilions, mate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was getting, I was getting my tub of strawberry ice cream, mate, in the interval. Uh, Dom approached me to say he's actually scored 36 in all competitions. He, I'd forgotten his junior cup goals. He said, mate. Wow. <laughs> you can't help so that, can you? I mean, no. you know, they don't print them though, mate, do they? We never know who scores in the no, junior we cup. Don't do we? Even, even so, though they've got the facility on the Cornwall FA website, they don't put the scores yeah. in. So, um, yeah, should, mate, don't you? So how come he's only scored three in the Junior Cup this season? Did they get knocked yeah, out earlier or something, them? did they? They must have done. Yeah, they might have done, did they? Did they get... Oh, yeah. Did they lose in the last round, mate, didn't they? To somebody. Or was it round <laughs> yes, before they last lost time? to somebody, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 5-2. I've got a feeling they lost 5-2 to someone, though. Mm. But I can't think who it was. Mm. Yeah. No, they I got can't. got well beaten by someone. A Logan? A Logan. I think a Logan knocked them out, mate. Right. Yeah. Okay. But correct me if I'm wrong, Dave, but I'm pretty sure a Logan beat them, yeah, 5-2 or 4 got well beat, I think. Yeah. But, um, but yeah, but I was going to say, Dave, I like a striker. That, that's a proper striker, right? It knows exactly how many goals he scored yeah. for more than the season. So, <laughs> you know, correct, correct me. Like, any any proper striker knows exactly how many goals they scored, Dave. So, yeah. so well done to Dom. Still knocking him in at 43, mate. <laughs> <laughs> but he's really happy that you mentioned his age again. Yeah, he did mention that, mate. <laughs> how old is he? <laughs> 43, mate. <laughs> a young 43 is, mate, dancing in the aisles at the Boys Life concert, mate. You should have asked him whether he'd come on the podcast or not. Oh, sure he would, mate. Sure he would to talk about his goals, mate, over the years. Well, we got, it's only a two-hour programme. He hasn't got five hours. <laughs> no, he's um, scored a few good scores, particularly combinationally, Dave, isn't he? I think he's he's the sort of main man, isn't he, in the combinationally, yeah, Dave? Yeah. Oh, that's right. Five or six hundred, was it? So, yeah. 
Yeah, good career in that division, mate. That's for sure. In that league. Anything else? That's about it, Dave. No, I think that's it, mate. Um, sorry, mate. All station took over the rest. <laughs> I hope that's enough for this week, mate. And Apologies to the listeners if it ain't. And you, you were correct about um, Mornan getting beaten by a lug in RBL. So, 4-1. Uh, uh, yeah, 4-1. I thought it was a decent gap, mate. Yeah, 4-1. Yeah. Sack the manager, I would. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's got to be looking over his shoulder after that yeah, result, mate. Isn't so. <laughs> and they're slipping down the league table a little bit, aren't they? Yeah, they are a little bit, mate. He said it, he's finding it, you know, like everyone, Dave, you know, I did have a chat for like 10 minutes, but, but me ice cream was melting, mate. <laughs> <so. laughs> but, um, but yeah, he said he, you know, he thought he's finding the commitment. He said he's got some good youngsters, Dave, but that's finding the commitment side of it, you know, uh, like we say all the Frustrating. time. Frustrating. Yeah, I think that was the word actually, Dave. Yeah, he used to. Yeah, I think that's oldies, mate. Are used to just living for Saturdays, mate. And we were at this day and age. I think the, the kids got a lot more on, mate, haven't they? Yeah. Than we than we ever had. So yeah. good on them for that, mate. But but. Uh, okay. Well, let, let's go marching on, shall we? Um, into the podcast. Uh, go marching on as Tro City go marching on in the Southern League Premier South after a 1-1 draw at home last Saturday. Here's Cam Weldon to tell us more. Difficult game. We always knew that was going to be the case. I said it to you last week. They were going to be their tough team, and it was going to be one of those games where we thought we had to play well to get something from the game, and. In hindsight, I don't think we had the best best of first half performances. Um, I know you were at the game, and I'm, I'm sure you probably agree with me. Truro were probably second best in the first half. Taunton deservedly had the lead at the break, and two two ex City boys, Ryan Brett's cross and Shane White's header. So um, it was they were probably deserved of their lead at the break. And then second half, I thought we came out and we were the again we were the better team. People say we're a second half team, and that has shown in recent weeks, and that showed again on Saturday. We second half, I don't know what Watto said to the players, but they came out a different side almost and again that man Tyler Harvey I think it's 20 goals in 20 games for him since he came back it's been well it's relentless really it's incredible goal scoring his tally is just exceptional so and you can always rely on him to get a goal and I feel we did have a few chances to maybe nick it at the end um, I think both well Harvey had a couple of chances that probably he probably would have felt that he should have scored but in hindsight if we say that Taunton I know Taunton at the bar and um, they had a shot from Jamie Short hit one well, way wide when he should have probably scored so it's one of those games I think a point probably a fair reflection of his game and and in hindsight when you look at the Chesham result I think Chesham lost 2-0 at home or something they're pretty well convinced that was the case they lost 2-1 so um Obviously, with them losing, Truro getting a point. They were. I said. I remember saying to Deborah after the game, Deborah Sidhu, the secretary. I said to him, like, we're in a better position now than we were at the start of the day after a point, which is exceptional, really. So we still got two games in hand, and we're a point clear on Trasher now. So um, going into a another tough week, it's um, we're in a good position. Will Swan, who we've mentioned in the, in the last couple of weeks' uh, podcast, he's gone back to Forest, but you've got a new signing from there. Yeah, um, obviously Swanee went back. I found out last Saturday it was said that he um, straight after the game at Hendon that was his last game and um, did a little interview with him there and he's been, as I said, nine goals in nine games. Brilliant. And he went off and um, Truro, I'm pretty certain they had something lined up and then they obviously they they decided to keep it and not announce it till the game and um, young Kieran Hayes has come in well I say young he's actually he's older than I think he's 21 so he's older than uh, 
Will Swan, a couple of years older, but he's um, in the same team at Knotts Forest under twenty threes, and he, um, yeah, I think he, imp- I think he impressed. To be honest, I saw a lot of uh, comments on social media applaud his performance. So um, I feel t- the ball perhaps didn't bounce for him really; it didn't really land for him where he probably would have liked. But you can't fault his work rate and his pace and running and stuff. It was exceptional. So hopefully um, he can just fire on if he's here for the end of the season I'm not sure it might be a month but in hindsight a month really is the end of the season now so um, I'm, I'm sure his aim is literally just to come in here and just score, score as many goals as possible What was the atmosphere like after the game um, throughout the players and the management you, you touched on it there that uh, it seemed at one stage it was two points dropped but with Chasham losing you know it was uh, in fact a point gained and now you're outright on top was there any sort of did you get any feeling from the players or not oh no not at all um i said i Paul, I heard actually, um, I think it was Rod Mitchell might have said it, um, to Paul Watton, he actually said that he 100% thought it was a point gained, because it was the, con- the, obviously you were there, you know how windy it was today, the conditions were, sorry, the conditions were absolutely awful, so um, for us to like get a point against the Taunton side, and we, they're a good team, like we've we've seen all the players before, 90% of them have played for Truro, so we know what they're capable of, and that is a good squad, um, so they were always going to, they're obviously ex-players, they wanted to come back at Truro, wanted to impress, and um, I think it meant, you could, I'm not going to say it meant more to Taunton, but you could see that they wanted to, they didn't want to lose that game, and obviously Truro wanted to win it, and it was one of those two teams who were cancelling out each other out in midfield a little bit, and um, perhaps as I said earlier, the finishing could have been better. But player-wise, I think they seemed quite. I think they were happy with the point because I think they both, I think both sets of players knew how tough a play, how tough a game it would have been. So, um, considering the conditions and everything, and then obviously the Chesham result, I think it almost felt like a win really when you look at the league table, and it just feels like one of those games you think that point could be massive come the end of the season. So, um, all told, yeah, it was just positive camp. And what about the fact uh, that some of the crowd sitting in front of me, they didn't seem too panicked about the fact that Taunton had taken the lead because they they were first to admit that Drew had been slow starters this season in most of their games. Well, yeah, as I said to you earlier, it's literally they're getting branded as a second-half team, but um, as long as you're not 3-0 down, well, <laughs> I say as long as you're not 3-0 down, we've seen them come back from 3-0, but anything more than 4, you're slightly worried, but at the moment, like they just they just have this desire and belief that they can get something from games, and that's what I really like about them this season. I think Paul Watton's done superbly well to install that in such a short space of time, this winning mentality, This, and obviously you've seen it in the games you've been, I know you went to Paul, you saw them come back from the 3 nil. 3-0 down, 3-all, uh, Tiverton they were 3-1 down, came back to 3-all and they've done it in, like, obviously Hendon a couple of weeks ago, 1-0 down, 4-1 win uh, the home game against um, I'm trying to think who it was, Harrow, yeah 1-0 down, managed to get to 4-1 it's just this belief that they they, they concede a goal, but they don't drop their their heads don't drop, and that has probably been Truro's biggest weakness in the last few years, is the fact is, even when they got in the playoffs a couple of years ago in the National South, you thought when they did concede early, you thought that could be a really like sucker punch, but they they react so well and uh, credit to all the players and staff to get that installed in such a short space of time. They just they look like they don't look like a team who ever look worried. Like they'll go one 0 down, but you always look at them and think there's goals in that team. Like Tyler Harvey, the way he just struts around the pitch, you look at him and think there's a goal in him wherever. And um, I just think the quality of players they've got now, they just have that instant belief, and it's just it's fantastic to watch at times. True. Okay, two more home games to come, starting with Salisbury Saturday, then Yates Town on Tuesday. Yeah, obviously it's um, good to have, well, 
for me at least. It's a n- good to not get up at half five in the morning, Dave, for these long away trips. That was, I think, that was what I got up at Hendon a few weeks ago. So um, free away, free home games on the bounces are quite positive. The pitch, the pitch staff probably won't say the same, but um, yeah, Salisbury's going to be a, again another tough fixture. Um, we know, obviously, that three 0 win away there a couple of weeks ago, end of February, like it is. It's, well, it's a great result, but we know that you can't read too much into that because we know that Salisbury are the sort of team, Steve Claridge is the sort of manager who will demand the most from his players, the best from his players, and they will be after a reaction. They'll be after some revenge. So we know that they're going to come down very strongly. And obviously, similar to Taunton, they they want to get in the playoffs. And they know that, obviously, Taunton's result tonight, they lost 4-0 away at Farnborough. They'll look at that and think, Salisbury think, this is a massive, massive game for us to open some open a gap up between the two so we know that Salisbury is going to be a, a very tough fixture and as for Yate on the Tuesday night well question whether it'll be on obviously with the weather and stuff and hope, hopefully the pitch will be able to hold it up and the pitch staff they are excellent I think their plan is go up their Sunday morning straight off the game and then Monday as well so fair play to them for doing that but Yate's going to be a, again well Yate have proved all season we always I say, we say it to you every week when we talk about Yate they're, um, they're sort of famous for the midweek result where they beat Torns I think 4-0 and have smashed it. I think they beat Chesham in midweek and they Tiverton as well like it's ridiculous their away record their midweek record especially away from home has been brilliant so hopefully the Cornish weather does us a favour and it can be a nice bit of windy conditions in fact we're used to that they probably won't like that um, hopefully we, and hopefully for us we can just keep doing what we're doing and in hindsight there's no we there's no reason to worry but I think that's the same with every team this season we've played against. But we know we know we know that we are probably, if not the best team, one of the best teams in the league. And the way that shows in the league table where they are, this team have got so much belief and desire. Like you, you go even if they were two 0 down, you're not. I'm never worried by it. And I think that's credit to the team. And hopefully, hopefully six come out of it six points. And hopefully Chesham keep slipping up and open a little bit of a gap there, which will be that's the main aim. And finally. What are you doing in a photograph, the Truro City media man, as such, in a photograph, presenting the Taunton Player of the Match Award? <laughs> well, um, that's um, obviously 100% official, I'll say this. Uh, I was a professional as, as always, but um, yeah, no, obviously I'm from, I'm just from outside Taunton. I've grown up there all my life and um, I moved down to Cormon. I know a lot of friends there and stuff. So, and the chairman, Kev Sturm, he's a lovely bloke at Taunton and they're, they're, they're a great club. So I just, they, they literally said, oh God, Cam, you do it. I've, I know them all too well. So I know Ryan Brett as well. So I, I, what I will say is with the image, I was kissing the Truro badge. So you can say I'm showing my loyalties there as well. So, um, and I thought Ryan, does, Ryan Brett deserved his man the match award. So. Your Cornish Yep, true. A point clear now, Rappo, after Chesham lost at home last Saturday. So, um, yeah. another step towards automatic promotion. I know, David. It's another week gone, mate, and we're saying the same thing again. Yeah. <laughs> Everything's worked out. For... In fact, they what you know, you've, you've said the exact words so I was going to say again, mate, in the interview. I, but, you know, I mean, the players would have been walking off the pitch against Taunton thinking they've dropped two points, Dave, wouldn't they? Mm. And they get into the dressing room and here they've gained the point, mate, wouldn't they, really? Yeah. So, yeah, brilliant. You know, all it's, you know, a sort of bad afternoon, really, sort of turned into a good one, didn't it, for them, really, to hear Cheshire losing 2-1 at, what, at home, wasn't it, mate? Hortney, Whitney, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah
So it's all in city hands, Dave, isn't it? As we, said, we seem to say every week, mate, you know, it's going well. All in city's hands. And, and Tyler, mate, 20 and 20. Mm. He's five short of what I said he's going to get, mate. So he's, he's doing me proud, mate, isn't he? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, and, um, well, they got Salisbury this Saturday. That's not going to be an easy one, though, is it? No. No, that will be a tough one, mate, when it with Claridge in charge and that, mate. And got a decent budget there as well, Dave, isn't they? So I, I thought they would do better, but they're sort of down in, what, Six or seventh, mate, and they seventh. So, but with a well, they win. Well, if you know, they win a couple of games, they could well creep into the uh, the uh, yeah. playoff places. So they got something to play for. That's plus the fact that mm. they, you know, as Cam said, they lost to Truro three nil a couple of weeks ago. So uh, yeah. they'll remember Very that one still. Problem. Yeah, that's true. Mate. Yeah, yeah, could be could be another close one, mate. Hopefully, be a good one for City to win that one, mate, wouldn't it? Three points in that one. Yeah. That's right. Mm. Win that one, win against Yate on Tuesday, and, uh, well, I think um, we can start booking our National League South place. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good, good mate. Good, good to see him back in the National South, mate, wouldn't it? It'd be, you know, glad he's only, like, one season out of it, mate. Yeah, be Come good one. Uh, yeah, I can see them now playing in the stadium for Cornwall, can't you? Oh, <laughs> flipping it, <laughs> mate. <laughs> <laughs> Every time I draw a dasher, mate, I just look at the and shake my head, mate. Three years, mate, we've been looking at that sign. <laughs> I reckon it'll rot away, mate, before they start. <laughs> it must be pretty good wood, mate, with this weather. Oh, I knew I shouldn't have said that. You say oh, that every time you mention that sign when I mention the stadium for Cornwall. So. <laughs> oh, no, mate, that's. Oh. Anyway, let's let's move on. I can see you're getting a headache. Um, let, let's start looking around the leagues with our regular guests. It's John Colenso with the weekly look at the RRL East Cornwall Premier League. Um, we've got some more games in, which is always a good start. Um, there's still three called off, unfortunately. Um, one <laughs> one for the coronavirus, obviously, just to keep just to keep up the news. Um, first game this week we had Lou bit of a surprise one Lou against Berrien um, which finished 5-3 to Lou um, very good win for Lou I think I've spoken to Berrien since the defeat just to find out what happened and um, unfortunately they had to go without a goalkeeper so mm. they they put one of their centre halves in goal um, and tried a few other different positions. They brought a couple of youngsters in just to just to give them game time and try and introduce them into men's football. Um, and unfortunately, it didn't pay off this time. So they lost that one 5-3. That's the first result. Um, and then we go on to Mount Gould against Gerrans. Um, I did say before I thought this would be a big score, and it was. It was 9-0 to Mount Gould. Um, Jimmy Alexander, Bland, Fuller, McMillan with two. David Moore with two and Chris Wright with another two. It looks like Danny Brook didn't play in that one. I don't know if he was suspended or what, but he, he didn't get in on the goals this time. Um, next game we had was Padstow 1 against Petherwin 2. That was always going to be a tight one. I know obviously Petherwin is struggling and Padstow are near the bottom. So Petherwin got much needed three points out of that one. Then we played St. Stephen at our place. A um, little bit, really struggled to get that game on, to be fair. We fought the pitch all evening and the next morning it was touch and go so we got the referee to make the final decision he was happy to come out and have a look um, and we deemed it playable but we only managed to play 30 minutes a half 
Oh, right. He wouldn't, yeah, he wouldn't agree to play the full 90. He said, basically, if we'd played 45 minutes um, and then, say, 15 of the second half, because it was uneven halves, we'd have had to have abandoned the game and started again another time. Yeah, yeah. So the game has to finish with equal amount of halves being played. Yeah. So he, he basically made us agree on 30 minutes each way, which was... is. I can see why football is 90 minutes, put it that way, because it was uh, it was really quick. It was over, before, <laughs> you know, by the time you tried to get subs on and bits and pieces, the game was over, you know. Mm. So um worked in our favour there. We won 2-1. Um, St. Stephen were really good. They were just sort of, you know, they, they accepted it the same as we did, just understanding that we've got to get the games played. Mm. Um, it, was a, it was a difficult game on a difficult surface, but, um, yeah, we came over the 2-1 win. So we're happy with three points there. Um, then we go on to St. Teth 1, St. Dominic 5. Probably thought St. Dominic were going to score more, looking at some of the um, football forum predictions. But uh, well done to St. Teth. They got the first goal as well. They went 1-0 up. And then St. Dom sort of kicked on second half. Um, I think they had a penalty and an own goal in their five as well. Kieran Ryle only scored one this time. Um, Kieran Prescott got two, got two and Nathan Behenna got the other one. Yeah, where was Ben so Jeffries? What I'm asking. I don't know. Don't know what <laughs> happened there, but uh, yeah, no. I mean, it's still got the result, and you know, on another day, St. Teth scored the first one, and it's sometimes difficult to get into a game when you go one down in it. But St. Dom have done the job yet again, so fair right. play to them. Okay. Uh, last Wednesday, obviously, when I spoke to you last, we were going down to Newquay. Um, I know you asked on the on the podcast on Friday what happened. It finished five all. Hell of a game. It was a good game, really, and the surface was perfect. To be honest, I couldn't believe it. It rained all day. All the Peninsula games off. Um, I think there was another one in East Cornwall off, and we were travelling down there thinking, "What are we doing?" You know, it's hammering down all the way down there. But the Newquay surface was brilliant. It was shiny on top, but the ground was perfectly firm. You know, mm. so it took a stud, no problem at all. So it's good to game get another game played. Uh, we were five two down with two with ten minutes to go. Um, there was an introduction of some quite a few Newquay first-teamers after I had, <laughs> which made it a little bit awkward for us. But, um, yeah, we sort of dug in last 10 minutes and, and got the very last-minute equaliser to make it 5 all. So, yeah, again, we're happy with the point in that one. That could have gone horribly wrong on another day. So, <laughs> yeah, we'll take that one. OK. So that's, Yeah, that's all of them. Right. So, not uh, well, no changes as such at the top, I suppose, apart from St. Dominic obviously going above Tor Point because Tor Point didn't play. So, pretty much, uh, as as you said, I think all the results went pretty much, apart from perhaps that Lou one went the way yeah. we expected, didn't it? It did, yeah. That was, yeah, that's, like you say, that was the only upset, really, if, yeah. if we can say an upset, because Lou have picked up lately, haven't they? So, yeah, that's right. Um, yeah, but... You know, they're going to get the odd big win now and again, I would have thought as well. So, yeah. good, you know, good on them. OK, so looking forward to this Saturday, we've got a full programme. Yes. Hope, fingers well, crossed. I'm not going to say crossed, too much yeah. about... <laughs> I'm not going to say too much about the RAIN, but, you know, it's uh, it's still around. It? We've had a nice day, obviously, Wednesday today. We've had a nice dry day, but there's still games off because one day doesn't dry a pitch yeah. a four months' worth of rain, does it, as we know. You mentioned uh, your pitch was touch and go. I mean, how long does a referee spend inspecting the pitch when they come out on a Saturday morning? Um, we'll... <laughs> I'm not sure how other people deal with it, but we've we've always had an issue with one corner of our pitch where it was made up ground many years ago. Mm. Um, it's, it, if we do a pitch inspection, we know to go to one particular place on the pitch, and if that's playable, then the rest of the pitch is perfect. I mean, 
annoyingly all winter 95% of the pitch is perfect but we have trouble with this one we've almost got like a spring effect there where yeah. you spike it and the water comes up not goes down right. uh, so it's one, yeah. one of those on the moor uh, and what is the actual ruling about having to, you don't have to get a referee out presumably do you or what what is, what is the actual no no you don't you don't have to you don't have to get one out I mean obviously the Peninsula League as we know they've got their uh, wet weather protocol mm-hmm. but in the East Cornwall League then it's it's you know at, at the home team's discretion really if you want obviously a second opinion and a referee's willing to do it they can come out and have a look with you at least you've got backup then haven't you if anyone starts moaning that perhaps you shouldn't have called the game off yeah. at least you can say that you've had a referee look at it and he agrees with you so at your venue then presumably you've got this one corner which is very dodgy once he's looked at that and if he passes that he doesn't bother almost looking at the rest of the pitch, presumably. No, I mean he, d- he obviously does his own warm-ups anyway, which in, you know, which involves sort of jogging up and down the pitch, and he, he can see the rest of it's good. When you walk across it to get to this particular part, you can feel the rest of it's good. Right. Um, so yeah, it's, obviously we're going to have to deal with it in the summer. We've managed to get hold of an old farmer that knows exactly what happened in that area. Oh, right. So he's actually advised us on how to deal with it and, and get it sorted once and for all because it's been. Uh, bit of a pain this season to be honest with the amount of rain it's uh mm. it's almost like a hard surface in one particular place and it holds the water up it won't let it go down past it so mm. we're just yeah. gonna have to get a mini digger on and get that sorted in the in the summer break yeah. okay. if we get a summer break yeah and do you actually <laughs> pay for referees inspections or do they do it out of the kind um they're normally very good and do it out of the kindness of their heart. If it's obviously you choose a local one, so they don't yeah. have to travel very far. But right. um, yeah, in this instance, we couldn't get hold of one. But um, our referee did say, "I'll come out a little bit early and we'll just have a look together." So we, we looked after him, made him a cup of tea and everything, and <laughs> and he was happy to have a quick look. And we we explained to St Stephen that it's touch and go. We'd rather the referee decided, and they were good as gold. So that's all you can ask for in this weather. Everyone's got to have a little bit of common sense on there and just and go with it and try and get the game played best they can. Yeah. So is that that that's that's the way you win games? Then is it give the referee a cup of tea? Bloody right, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's not only sugar we put in it. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay. Well, let's move on to uh, this Saturday. As I said, a full program. What are we looking at, John? Um, this Saturday we've got a big one: Mount Gould against Foxhole. At last, mm-hmm. they haven't met each other yet this season. So, obviously, they played in that cup game the other day, which was a bit of a disappointment. But uh, I think maybe Foxhole will go there this time. Obviously, knowing what they need to do. Do you know what I mean? So mm-hmm. they've got a second chance to put things right from their cup game. So, I think that will be a good old game this time around. Um, then we've got Petherwin against Gerrans. Again, another fairly close one, really. Padstow against Torpoint. I can see Torpoint winning that one, if I'm honest. Uh, Marjon against St. Mimber. Now, St. Mimber have struggled with their pitch as well um, and haven't played for a couple of weeks. And we don't know for 100% if Marjon's back open, is it? I don't, I've not seen anything on the forums since, know, the, day, yeah. since the day it was closed, yeah. so I'm not sure what's happening with that one. Yeah. Um, then we've got Roach against St. Blasey. Mm. A little bit of a derby. Uh, we're playing St. Dom <laughs> at last. We haven't we haven't played them yet this season, so we're doing our utmost to get our pitch prepared for that one. Um, St. Stephen against St. Teth. And Varian against Lou at Varian this time, so they get, yeah. get a chance to put it right straight away. Yeah. So it'll be interesting to see how they get on this time against them. So, uh, as a neutral, 
it, or if you were a neutral, presumably you'd be going to Matt Gold, would you? Yes. Yeah, I would say so. Yeah, if I was, if I had no football to watch, I would certainly go to Matt Gold and watch that one. Yeah. And um, for the sake of the league yeah. table, Foxhall's got to win, haven't they? They have, yeah. They've, they're down in fourth now. I know um, they're equal games with Mount Gould, but they are eight points behind them. So, yeah, they've got a St. Dom and Tall Pointer above Foxhall. Now they've actually dropped down to fourth, which I was surprised at until I looked at the table. So, yeah, they've got to do something about their form at the moment and then try and get back up the top because they've obviously applied for promotion as well. So they need to shift themselves back up and see what they can do. Right. Well, yeah, that's the game of the day as such. Matt Gold, Foxhall... And, um, yeah. well, the interesting one as well for me is the the, uh, the second leg of the Varian Lou uh, matter. I mean, I didn't obviously realise that Varian didn't have a goalie when they went to Lou, so I would expect Varian to win that one this time, wouldn't you? Yes, I mean, they've obviously they did struggle without the goalkeeper and they know exactly what Lou are about now, so they've, they've got the perfect chance to put it right straight away, haven't they? They haven't got to let that one linger they can get on with it and see what they can do this time around. Okay. And final question, how many goals are you going to restrict St Dominic to in this week? It's going to be a tight one, <laughs> I think, because we know each other from Dutchy League last year. We played each other twice and we beat them both times last year, so Ooh, they'll definitely right. be after us this time around. So, But yeah, we always have great games against them. I think most of the boys know each other. So yeah, it's going to be a cracker, I think. You didn't answer my question yeah. there. <laughs> I think it's going to be. I think it's going to be a tight one. I, I wouldn't be surprised if we get a draw at least. Oh, we right. seem to raise. We, yeah, we raise ourselves against the big boys. So right. we'll see how we get on there. Well, if you don't, we will obviously be mentioning it next week. So um, yes, yeah, look forward to it. <laughs> thanks for that, John. Um, and, uh, yeah, yeah w- sorry. Just one other thing, Dave. Sorry, I was going to say good luck to Mount Gould playing uh, Wednesday night tonight, playing cronies and then uh, Devon and Exeter Cup. Oh, yes, I did see in this, that. In the semi-final, yeah, yeah Cronies FC at Stoke Gabriel, so good luck to them. Right, well, by the time this uh, podcast goes out, we'll know the result of that one, so uh, yes, we'll yeah. tell you how they got on, John. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. A couple of things, actually, Rappo, from uh, listening to John there. First of all, you mentioned that cup game that uh, Mount Gold were playing this week, and the good news is that they won, and so they go through to the final, but... Uh, they were trailing late on and managed only, well, I say managed only, but uh, they took the match to extra time, won on a penalty shootout. So uh, um, yeah. that was Wednesday evening. Surprise, surprise. I read there somewhere that the terrible conditions were yeah. <laughs> during the game. So I'm not surprised about that. So. Ah, and, well done to them. Yeah, well done to them. And also, you know, last week we were talking about possible alternative League Cup final venues for the for the Easter Sunday East Cornwall yeah. Premier League Cup final and, and was it you or I who mentioned Saltash? Uh, yeah, I think it might have been me, Dave. You are, you idiot. <laughs> How can it possibly be at Saltash? A listener has been in touch yeah. with me or the listener has been in touch yeah. with me and they're not in the East Cornwall Premier League, are they? Does it matter, mate? Well, yeah, you can't have your League Cup played at a ground that's not in the league, can you? Why should someone else benefit from that? Yeah, true, I suppose. Yeah, I didn't (laughs) didn't actually think of that. (laughs) I just thought it'd be uh, straight to travelling for the supporters and the clubs, mate. I didn't actually think that they're not actually in the league. (laughs) And it's true, it's true that. More you, mate, they had to... Oh, no. 
I've been a teammate. They had um, a Southampton League final at Toro a few years back, but that was a senior cup final yeah, days, wasn't it? Senior that cup final. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fair enough, then, mate. Fair, yeah, fair comment. Fair comment. Whoever rung in. Yeah. I am an idiot. I am an idiot. <laughs> uh, he, didn't, he didn't say you were an idiot. I, I said that. So. Yeah, it's right, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, let's take your idiot's hat off now because you're, uh, it's it's your turn to tell us what's happening in the St. Pyrrhon League. Yeah, it was pretty decent, Dave, actually. There was actually five matches played in each division last weekend and a few surprise results as well. To boot, mate. Um, I'll start off in the east, mate, for Sparky. Uh, we're third placed Paul Perro, Leapfrog second place Lunson, Dave, by beating them 3 0 at Kelly Goss. Yeah, we both got that one wrong, mate, didn't we? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we both went for Lunson. But, uh, so, sorry, Matt. Um, but this, yeah, despite receiving two red cards as well, that was, Dave, oh, in right. the game. Mm. Yeah, nine men they finished with, but one three now. So, Cameron Patterson, Rob Spencer, and their own goal give it or gain in the victory. With Patterson and Kieran Faulkner seeing red later on in the game, though. So, yeah, so good win, really, for Cole Power, that. Um, St Morgan, mate, they remain in fourth beat in lowly Weybridge, 6 0 at home. Uh, Craig Allen, as always, Dave, six different scorers, mate. Craig Allen with his customary goal. Ash Bicknell, player manager Ash, mate, we spoke to him a few times, mm-hmm. wasn't he, Ash? Uh, Bonner, Moore, James Olsen, Sam West, and substitute Joe Williams, mate, with a, with a six different goal scorers. So, well done to St Morgan. So, Ashborough stay in the top six with a narrow 2-1 winner and improving sticker. Uh, Charlie Hine getting both away goals. And Jack Boardman replying for the host. Uh, seventh played eighth late in, well, amazing game this was, Dave, uh, in the Morwen Stovey Butte town, local dory, mate, mm. uh, at Morwenstow. And it's safe to say, mate, the bragging rights went home with Butte after a crushing 7-0 away win. Um, experienced striker Billy Opcroft Stole the show there, Deeks, with, with five goals. Uh, I mean, he's been playing for Barnstable, hasn't he, up until recently. Has he? Right. But, um, yeah, mate, yeah. I think he's left there, though, mate. So I don't know if he's sort of just keeping his fitness up with you, mate, or. Mm. But, uh, yeah, he, he scored five, mate. And Harry Barrett and David Hales, uh, that's a famous name, mate, isn't it? David Hales. <laughs> For us older listeners that scored the others. Um, Tour Point completed the, today's fixtures in the East with a solid 4 2 win at Liscord. In form, Henry Bunning with two. Jack Bench and Ross Richardson completed the score. And there was a red card piece in that game as well, though, for, for Liscord's Matt Davidson and Tour Point's Louis Taylor. Matt Rowe scored both of Liscord's. Uh, well, consolation goals, as they turned out. But, um, in the West, the league's top two met at a win-swept Saltins. Uh, and I was there, day and it was pretty windy, mate. Um, and the hosts came out 2-1 winners. Uh, we got that wrong as well, mate, didn't we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Against long-time league leaders, Penryn. Uh, Saints have closed the gap with that victory, mate, to a point. But Penryn do still have a game in hand. Well, plus a, a 
a better goal difference. So, you know, but uh, but the league's closed up to a point, mate. Sam Spurrier and Max uh, Climo, I've been told, mate, by uh, Richard, mate, at St. Lawrence. Max Climo scored for the Hakes with Ryan Reef replying for the for the Saracens, Dave. Replying for the Saracens. Saracens. Penryn. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Don't know if you knew that one, mate. Saracens. Yeah, I think it's the same... Um, the same as the rugby side. Yeah, it is, mate. Yeah, same as the rugby across the road. I was going to say that, mate. So Penryn and the Saracens, mate. <laughs> Learn something every day, mate. Don't you? <laughs> but um, but uh, shock of the day, though, Dave. Can that Oxland Park where... Third place to Luggins, lost three to own to eleventh place St Agnes. Um, goals from Ashley Smith and substitute Anton Oliver, mate. I don't know if Anton's back at Luggins because Penzance played on Saturday, didn't they? Uh, so did it, they play? Or did they? Or did they? Did they? Or no, is uh, Anton? <clears throat> I thought I thought Renault said that. Let's play. I might yes, be wrong, mate. Play. Yes, they, yes, of course yeah. they played. They played yeah. yeah. That's right. That's right. Eh? Yeah. So, yeah, Ashley Smith and, An- and sub Anton Oliver, mate. Um, but their goals proved academic, as it turned out, Dave, as, as veteran Dan O'Toole, mate, rolled back the years with a, with a hat-trick. Dan O'Toole? Dan O'Toole, mate. 38 years young, Dan is, mate, I think. I played vets with him, actually, So you got uh, O'Hagan and you got an O'Toole in the same Yeah, car. that's true, mate. Got a Dan O'Hagan and a Dan O'Toole, mate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's <laughs> quite a young side, isn't it, St Agnes? Because they've got John what? Rowe playing as well. He can't be any... <laughs> yeah, John's right. Nah, John's like 40-odd as well, mate, isn't he? I think those three will take the average age up, mate, wouldn't they? <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> I think Kim has got a few youngsters there, but yeah, the average age got to be uh, in the thirties, mate, isn't it? With those three, <laughs> good lads, though, all of them, yeah. all three of them, mate. But uh, good win, yeah, yeah, it was a good win, mate. Um, Mullion, mate, uh, they kept fourth spot, although they played quite a few games more, mate. They they, they had a two-two draw at Desmond, mate, at home to Mosel, uh, at Mosel, sorry, at uh, Trungle Park, mate. Jack Sherlock and a late Rob Carey goal uh, secured the point with Caleb Morrison and Jason Simmons scoring for the Seagulls. Um, St. Bay went up to fifth, mate. They're climbing up the table now, mate. St. Bay looking good. They beat, had a good win at the Fogue, mate, against Falmouth Town, 2 0. Uh, Jack Willis and new dad, mate, Luke Hart. Uh, congrats to him, mate. Wet in the baby's head with a goal. <laughs> Luke, mate. So, uh, but uh, another great result, Dave. Um, it's, it's a tough one this week, mate. Uh, Paranwell pulled off a superb result, beating Ale 2 1 at home, mate, with Tom Fisher and Will Snape scoring the well goals, mate. So, it's the thing seemed to be turning for. Uh, good, weren't they? You, you keep yeah. Saying, yeah. I do, mate. Yeah, I still think they'll. Um, I still don't think they'll be in the bottom two or three, mate. I still think Paramore are better than that, mate. So, so where are they going to finish? Where are they going to finish? Um, I think I'll go tenth, mate. Ooh. Tenth. Mm. I've got to say Paramore will get in the top ten. That's that's my prediction. <laughs> right. Tenth. Yeah, but uh, teams of the week, Dave, in the East, it well. Difficult this week. They like to think about it, really. I mean, viewed seven nil Dorby demolition, mate. At Morwenstow was pretty impressive, mate, wasn't it? But but I don't 
but not quite as impressive as Paul Perro's 3-0 win over Lundsen, mate, in that top three clash. So I've gone for Paul Perro in the East, Dave, I think, for that win. You know, especially with nine men as well. And in the West, mate, I've looking at there are lots of impressive, impressive results, Dave. I mean, St. Ives inflicting Penrins, you know, only a second defeat of the season in the top two game. Uh, St. Baby in form of 2-0 was, was impressive. Obviously, Paramwell beating Ale 2-1, mate. But, but for me, mate, I think St. Agnes might go into a Luggan, going to Oxford Park, mate, and winning 3-2 was the surprise result of the day. For me, mate, they raised my eyebrows in the West. So, um, so I'm going to go for uh, Paul Paro and St. Agnes Day for teams of the week, Dick. So I think. Right. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, where should we be looking this coming Saturday for a decent game in the Pyrenean League? Cool. There's loads, Dave. Loads of attractive uh, fixtures, mate, this week. So, especially in the West, mate. Um, I mean, you got you got Helston v Falmouth, local derby. Uh, Penryn just down the road Penryn via Luggan top three clash or a cracker at the Vogue St Davy Perrinborf mate mm. so yeah three good games there and in the east mate you've got Leaders St Austell the second place Polperro so top two mm. clash in the east as well or St Morgan v Salt Ash United fourth week fifth okay. so yeah loads of decent games this weekend mate so some good games in both divisions uh, and hopefully better weather and definitely less wind for the players, mate. Horrible for the players, Dave, isn't it? And mm. spectators are liking it, this wind. It's, don't want a bit of rain, but the wind, it just, you know, last couple of games I've watched, Dave, you know, Sonor still at Sticker and Penrith at St. Ives, that's it, mate, just the games, but, you know, ruined by, by, by the wind, mate. You know, good, good footballing teams, mate, you know, and, I know it's the same for everyone, Dave, isn't it? But <clears throat> nothing like wind, though, mate, is that to ruin a game, is it? No. And uh, very interesting what we're seeing on the Cornwall Football Forum. The, the uh, groundsman of Penryn, Dave Baker, is uh, posting photographs, etc., and giving us a good yeah. lesson on groundkeeping, isn't he? He is, anyway. Yeah, it's, it's an education, mate. It, it is. It is. Uh, yeah, it's good, though, mate. It's good for all the, you know, sort of great. It's obviously Baker's. You know, he's won numerous awards, Dave, hasn't he? You know, and nationally, mate, any for his pitches, Bake. So, you know, he's been there and done it, mate. And, you know, <clears throat> you know, everyone seems to be heeding his advice, mate, don't they? So it's, it's nice for the sort of grounds people that spend, you know, their precious hours, mate, you know, spending it on the, on all the pitches around the clubs, mate, getting a bit of, bit more information, mate, isn't it? Yeah. Well, just, I mean, I'm just looking at the number of viewings that um, some of the posts have got on the, on that particular Superior Football League um, um, sub-forum. And the, the one that Dave's been posting his photographs and there's been, you know, conversations there from other groundsmen as well. Um, yeah. for over 4,000 viewings it's received so far, whereas a normal Saturday's results... Um, Thread gets about a thousand, so um, he's, yeah, yeah, they're doing well to keep everyone informed. So uh, if you haven't, yeah, if yeah. anyone listening, you haven't looked at it, it's uh, it's on the thread entitled "Interesting" on the St. Piran Football League um, sub forum on the Cornwall Football Forum. So uh, 
for you want to try and um, get some advice that's where to look yeah top stuff mate well done folks mate no one no one more uh, informative than him mate is brilliant what's your garden like all right is it I've got one now, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> it's all been, uh, it's all been patty. We've got, got a six-car drive, mate, as you know, mate, haven't we? But <laughs> have a little game of five-a-side in there, mate, these days. That's all right. But, but yeah, the back, mate, not not much room out there now, mate. No, no fibs, gaffs up, mate. Mm. <laughs> yeah, not a lot of... I don't miss that job, Dave. Eh? Is, is Viv back mm-hmm. from the Boys Life concert yet or not? Or is she still up there? Yeah, 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 she's back, mate. She's back. Yeah. <laughs> Had a good night, mate. Had a good night. She's enjoyed it. Okay. Singing along. <laughs> right. So I think that's it, is it? It's apparently. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Some crackers this week, mate. So. Lots to look forward to. Yeah, just hope it's all on, mate. Hope it's all on. Right. Well, time to catch up with Phil Hiscox, Secretary of the Southwest Peninsula League. And still we're talking more about postponements rather than football. Right then, Phil, well, a bit of a mixture this week uh, for you, wouldn't it? Uh, some good news with games played, but still the rain causing problems uh, in some of the places. Yeah, Saturday wasn't too bad. I had 16 out of 20, and I think last week we on the podcast I sort of guessed at sort of 12 or 13, so we were slightly ahead there. Um, but Tuesday and Wednesday, we, we lost games, particularly Tuesday. I think we had seven scheduled and only one got played. Uh, Wednesday was a little bit better, and at least we got the two cup semi-quarterfinals rather out of the way. Um, but we're at the stage now, really in March, where we should be looking to play all the games rather than keep adding to the, the backlog. Yeah. Now, you mentioned the League Cup. That's moved forward. So where are we with that then? Who's in the semis? Well, we've got one confirmed semi-final after last night's results, or this week's results. Um, uh, Elmore, who had already reached the, the semi-finals, they will now play Millbrook. A um, bit of a surprise, I suppose, but uh, we've got an all-east game. And um, I'll take a few brownie points that I'd booked Ivybridge Town for that ground, with, uh, for that venue. Uh-huh. So I think that uh, <laughs> works quite well. That works quite well. So that's, all, that's the first one on Tuesday, the 24th of March. Uh, the following night, I've got St. Austell booked. We now know that Falmouth Town will be in that semi-final uh, and they will be playing the winners of Bobby Tracy versus Mausel which was postponed the other week and is currently scheduled for Saturday fingers crossed um, and we do have a well hoping we have a contingency of a, of a backup pitch if Bobby Tracy isn't playable uh, um, so we are we are fairly confident that we will get it played on Saturday I was going to ask what the state of the Bobby pitch is like, because obviously they suffered, uh, you know, more than some, didn't they, with the flooding? They, they had a, a lot of flooding, and then even last week with the, the extra rain, it sort of came back a bit, not to the degree it had been the first time, but it, it, instead of clearing it, it, it came back a bit. Um, they, they not played on it since that flood and I, I know that's also involves uh, postponing reserve team games and things uh, they're playing their Stoke Gable home game away at Stoke Gable tonight to, to again keep the pitch free uh, and in fact Stoke Gable is, is possibly one of the reserves we've got for Saturday because Stoke Gable are, are um, away on Saturday uh, and the pitch might be available there Right. Although Bobby Tracy are still of the, the, you know, wanting to play it on their own pitch, obviously for for revenue and uh, and all the rest of it. Yeah, yeah, that's uh, that keeps cropping up now, doesn't it? The fact that yeah. you, if you're not playing home games, you're not getting any money in. No, no. But uh, so so that's where we are with the with the Wallasey Parsons Cup, and 
Cup-wise, we're not doing too bad. I mean, Millbrook and Salt Ash in the Cornwall Senior, I know they've, they've now announced Godolphin, which, you know, again, uh, as we talked about with Cup final, semi-final venues and things, sometimes it's nice to have one that's equidistant between the two teams and all the rest of it and has the best facilities. But at the moment, I think we're, we're all in the, the case where if we can get a playable pitch and one where the game will get on, that's as much as we can ask for. Yeah, I had this conversation with someone last night and they were of the opinion that, uh, no disrespect to Godolphin, but it wasn't the place for a semi-final. But there's no choice really at the moment, is there? With the conditions, so many pitches are being used for league games, and, and as much as you know, like last year, I would possibly have have the capacity to say to the county FAs, Devon or Cornwall, that I can move this fixture to help you. I'm not in that position at the moment. I just can't free up a, a, a pitch that isn't available. That leaves the pitches that are available, uh, and then I'm sure the county FAs are looking at it, thinking, well, you know, we need to go to one where they have a history of, generally speaking getting the games on yeah now I am a little bit baffled about one of the games this week uh, I spoke to Liscard um, for the podcast um, yeah. after their Wednesday game against Lanson was postponed yeah. then in the evening all of a sudden pops up Liscard versus Lanson Thursday so Miraculous. Yes, I, I must admit, I got dear old Leanne. I mean, I, I, to be fair to the next guard secretary, she she works full time, and I don't think she can get to a mobile phone signal where she works, which doesn't <laughs> help. She she phoned me at lunchtime to say that uh, that somebody had been up and looked at the pitch and it was off, um, and the. She had spoken about Thursday, but she hadn't heard back from Launceston. Uh, and I sort of said, well, obviously, you haven't got a lot of time to arrange that. Um, but if you do, let me know. Uh, and then a couple of hours later, I hadn't heard anything. So I rearranged it for later in the season. Uh, and then she got home from work <laughs> and made some phone calls. And, and they, they are going to try again on Thursday night. Right. Um, we're fortunate in that case that all three match officials were available as well. So, again, you know, to get these things played, there's so much um, you know, compromise and, and organisation required. Um, uh, I'll thank particularly, uh, quite publicly on, on record, uh, Paul Murphy for helping with the Tor Point Holsworthy game, which was moved from Tuesday to Wednesday, because uh, the referee that was meant to be doing it on Tuesday, I believe, was at Tavistock for a Westerly game on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that required Paul going out and finding somebody else at very short notice to referee the game. Mm, right. OK, well, that's enough of talking about fixtures and postponements. Um, where did you go to watch, or where have you been to watch in the last seven days since we last spoke? I haven't, uh, none of my plans have come to fruition at all. Um, <laughs> a surprise. La- a surprise. Last Saturday I was meant to be going to Axminster versus Stoke because uh, I had a lift, and I was, I've still got one cup to retrieve. Uh, oh, dear. <laughs> to, 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 ready for the end-of-season presentations, if we ever get to the end-of-season, <laughs> mind you. Um, uh, and then that was, of course, one of the games off. Uh, and then a little bit of juggling around. I was able to, to take in a West game on Saturday, which is a little unusual for me to, to nip into the West on a Saturday, but I was able to nip across the border to Launceston versus Helston uh, to see our friend Mr. Massey, uh, who, who never likes seeing me because he says I'm a, a bad omen, but they, they did win 3-0. Uh, so that was nice to see Launceston back in action. Um, and for 
most of the first half, they, they gave Houston a bit of a game, to be honest. It was um, wasn't a bad game at all. Uh, midweek, I was washed out. I think other than sticker, everything was off on Tuesday. Uh, and last night, uh, my lift to Falmouth had cried off. I had a lift to Dartmouth and got about as far <laughs> as Totnes. <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. So, for that, everyone who's, who's not sure, yeah. uh, not aware of that, Dartmouth was called off just before kickoff, wasn't it? So, uh, about quarter to seven, I think. The referee sort of turned up and did a pitch, and apparently they had had a sort of another heavy shower or something. And um, I didn't get as far as Dartmouth, but that's the second time this season where I've been sort of on the A38 and basically turned around and come home again. There's <laughs> one at Salt Ash earlier in the season with similar similar one um, I am hoping crossing fingers touching wood uh, to go to Stoke Gabriel tonight for the Bobby Tracy game and I'm hoping on Saturday wherever it's played to see our friends from Mousel up this end in the cup right the league cup game yes so uh, yeah. okay so, uh, and yeah. next midweek next midweek a little good one there interesting one Columpton versus Torpoint on Tuesday Ooh. two teams who are bubbling just under under the radar um, but obviously yeah, playing each other as well so that'll be an interesting one yeah uh, talking about division uh, the east division uh, results went the way of the Devon sides against Cornwall sides last week didn't they last Saturday they did last uh, week but then so two points they had, had a win on in midweek um, but that's yeah if you take away the, the current top two of Ilfordham and Brixham Columpton are very much a form side Tor point aren't out of it yet um so that's one that's on my radar for Tuesday night. Uh, a game that neither side can afford to drop points, I would suggest, but mm. you know, makes it more interesting. Yeah. Okay. So thank you for that, Phil. Um, we'll let you get on because no doubt your phone is red hot at the moment. Uh, it, it certainly is. Certainly is. <laughs> And just for rapid sake, you still got that same ringtone? Yes, yes, still got Thomas the Tank Engine, although my, my grandson is now out of Thomas. I must get him to choose me a new ringtone. Oh, right. um, well, keep yeah. us updated on that one, then. Uh, it might, might be SpongeBob. I think he likes SpongeBob. So we'll have to see if we can get that. Oh, right, OK. Yeah. Thank you for that. We'll talk next week. Will do. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Now, just to clear up the... Uh, one of the matches that was supposed to be played this week, uh, Tuesday evening, no, Wednesday evening, sorry, I got my days wrong. Wednesday evening, I spoke to Roger so Williams. Games, yeah. <laughs> Roger yeah. Williams on the Wednesday, and, you know, he was pretty much uh, uh, thinking that there's no way Liscard would be playing on that pitch for a couple of days. Um, and then I look at my phone Wednesday evening at the game, and Rearranged Liscard versus Lanson Thursday evening. Wow. Yeah. I don't know. When I spoke to Roger, it's it sounded pretty damp at the Lux Park ground. Now I'm able to talk to you, Roger, this Wednesday evening uh, because sadly your game at home to Lanson has been called off. Uh, how close a call was it to actually being okay to play? Um, not that close. It was. It's really waterlogged in sort of the semicircles each end. Yeah. Um. And in the well, around the penalty area, uh, both ends actually. So, uh, in fact, Bert and myself were up there today, and we've said we've never seen it lying so wet as it is now. That's quite strange, isn't it? Really, when you consider that you you got the senior cup semi final win last week. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, look at the second. The seconds played them on Saturday. Right. And they shouldn't have played really, but the referee deemed it playable. 
Yeah. And um, it got cut to rags. So I had to uh, roll it on Monday before the rain came. I was up at 9 o'clock rolling it. Um, whether that has had some effect on it, because I haven't been able to get back on it to slit it or anything, so uh, it's probably added to the to the wolves, like. Yeah. Now, Liscard are one of many clubs that obviously um, there aren't too many people available to do the work around the ground is no. during the week. I mean, what what is the situation like at Liscard? Well, it, it's Bert and myself, basically. Um, and, and another guy called Terry who comes there whenever he can, but he's got his own jobs to do. You know, he sort of works during the day, but so, sometimes he has a bit of time off and he'll pop in and help out. But basically, it's just uh, an 84-year-old Bert and myself. I was going to be rude and ask you what sort of ages you are. I, I knew Bert was... Uh... Well, not quite so young as he used to be, yeah. So, no, and yeah. dare I ask, yeah. what, what what age are you? I'm seventy-three. Oh, so you're quite young then, really, compared to Bert. Oh, I'm only I'm only a boy, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Still learning the <laughs> trade. Still learning it, yeah. I don't, I don't want to learn it. Though. That's the problem. <laughs> yeah, I mean, what can be? I mean, let's be fair. Liscard aren't the only club struggling like this, are they? I mean, oh, what, no, what no. can be done though? I mean, how do you see it going? I, I really don't know um, whether we, if we just said sod it and, and walked away, some others would come out the woodwork somewhere and take over. Um, I, I don't know, Dave. That's what the you know, players would do, isn't it? They would just pick up and go to another club. Well, they would, yes. <laughs> yeah. It's, um, I don't know. I mean, whether it's a case of so long as somebody's doing it, nobody else will. Mm. But um, I can't see anybody coming along to do it, and it is it is worrying. Yeah, it is worrying, and clubs, you know, could fall foul of, of being too thin on the ground, and before you know it, you might have to what do away with the team or even do away with the club. Well, yes, we're already thinking of we might have to scrap the second team next season. Are you? Which is a a really backward step. Yeah. But it's just bodies again, Dave. You know, uh, and I know that do it. I know that there was a, a article in the Cornish Times a couple of weeks ago. Um, you know, ideally yeah. asking for people to come forward. Have you had any response yeah. to that? Not a not a dicky bird. No, <laughs> no. I had a bucket of water on standby in case I got to put the phone in it to cool it down. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I needn't have bothered. Well, at least you're still smiling about it, but, but well, <laughs> that's all you, all you can do, Dave. Really, isn't it? Just yeah. uh, that um, on. That's right. And I mean, you've got uh, by my reckoning the first team there. You've got six home games plus, of course, the League Cup final. You've got yeah. um, reserve games in the Superior League. Seven, I think, uh, more to be staged at Lux Park. So yeah. you've got yeah. a busy. Time now to all to be we, in by the end of April, time. aren't they? So uh, yeah, yeah. So we was we were thinking that well, if we can't play it today, perhaps it'll be dry enough for tomorrow. But uh, we did ask the league, and they were willing to do that. But I can't see it being, I can't see it drying out enough, and they forecast more rain. In fact, it's looking full of it here at the moment. <laughs> so. Uh, <laughs> One yeah. of the one of the first things you do when you wake up in the morning must be to look at the weather forecast, isn't it? Uh, well, look out the bedroom window is my first thing I do. Right. <laughs> and see if it's by chance dry or not. <laughs> yeah, we've got a studio like the other side of a slated roof. 
and yeah. uh, see if the slates are steaming wet or if they're dry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, I bet they've been uh, wet most days, haven't they? Oh, yes, yes. I mean, we're, we're comparing yeah. this season with two years ago when obviously it was very wet. How would you compare the two? It's worse. Yeah. The season's worse. Since September, somebody calculated, I think he was a gardener down at Lan Hydrock. I interviewed him from a few weeks ago. And uh, he said they've only had two dry days since September. Crikey. Two, you know, 24 hours yeah. dry since September. Because oh. if you get a dry day, it tips down at night or else vice versa. So and I, I think he's about right. Yeah. And yeah. how many hours a, 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 a week do you spend up at Lux Park then? Well, I was up there before 9 o'clock on Monday, and I, was, I stayed there till 12. Uh, yesterday, I went up and done the changing rooms for cleaning those out from Saturday. Or yeah. Leanne cleaned some of it, but uh, she didn't have time to do all of it. So I spent a couple hours there yesterday. Today, I was up there from 10 o'clock to 1 o'clock. <laughs> Um, I might have a day off tomorrow, actually, if, if it's uh, not playable. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> well, I'll have to go up and have a look at it anyhow. Yeah. And then, of course, Friday, Bert and I have another two or three hours of a, Saturday, of a Friday morning. Um, and then there's, if, there, if there's somebody home on a Saturday, yeah, I'm always up there by sort of 10 o'clock to get things ready. And then we finish at, uh, well, 6, 7 o'clock in the evening, <laughs> if, if it's a home game. Right. So it's never ending, really, is it? Is it? it is, really. I mean, it, it should, it's a hobby, isn't it, at the end of the day? Football should be a hobby and enjoyable, but it's uh, unfortunately, it's it's um, not quite like that anymore. No. Just one final question. I mean, with hindsight, would you, uh, well, are you glad that actually you were able to stage the Senior Cup semi last week? Um, yes. We were lucky that it was basically dry the day before and more or less dry on the Tuesday that we could fit it in. I mean, poor old St. Austin on the Wednesday. Yeah. It rained all, nearly all day, didn't it? So yeah. that was them, you know, out, out the question. Yeah. Whereas if, if we'd had a lot of rain on the Tuesday, we wouldn't have been able to, to stage it either. Yeah. And financially, yeah. it was worth you doing it? Oh, it's worth doing, yes. I mean, we make a quid or two in the tea yard. Good. Um, and then we get money, obviously, from the county, from the floodlights and the use of the pets, etc. Yeah. So it's uh, it's worth doing, yes. Every little helps, as they say, isn't it? Yeah. And and one final word on the pitch. I mean, how would you say uh, Liscard's first team are doing this season? Are you um, are they where you would expect, or were you hoping for more? We were hoping for well, we were expecting sort of mid table. Um, obviously, we've been plagued by injuries this, this year. Uh, which hadn't helped things. We seem to be getting it back together again now. We we played excellently the weekend against the Wolves, whether it was because it was a local derby or not, I'm not quite sure, but uh, <laughs> um, probably had something to do with it. But uh, no, we're, we're doing all right. I mean, we've still got the same group of lads. Um, we've strengthened it a little bit with the two or three others we've, we've had to bring in. Mm-hmm. But, of course, we, we miss uh, Poddy, you know, Podmore. Yeah, he was a great midfield general. He, he's had his operation on his knee now, and is hoping to be back at the beginning of the next season. And then, of course, James Lorenz, he's done his knee in as well, and and he went through a bit of a 
bleak spell from well Christmas onwards. He, he was just getting it back together again when he got his blooming knee in. It's, uh, all these things don't help. Uh, no, that's right. Well, you, you can have a little bit of a rest, I suppose, for the rest of the week because both teams are away this Saturday, aren't they? So uh, They are, yes. Yeah. yes. Although uh, the first team are down at Port Levin and... Uh, well, their game has been called off tonight as well. So, yes, yeah. <laughs> so whether you yes. have a game or not is another matter. But uh, I'll, I'll say my prayers and bow to Allah and all the rest of it. Don't <laughs> but uh, well, thanks for coming on, Roger. And uh, well, right, let's Dave. let's hope the weather just turns in favour of everyone from well, from now ne- until the end of the season. Next week it's supposed to be getting drier, isn't it? There's supposed to be high pressure coming in. Oh, let's so hope they so. They tell me. Right. So uh, yeah. Well, let's hope so. And uh, on behalf of uh, all the players, all the clubs, we thank the likes of yourself because otherwise, um, well, there wouldn't be any football, I don't think. There wouldn't be, no. Your Cornish Soccer Podcast. So, yep, Rappo, that list card came off twice. And talking to Roger there, it didn't sound as if it was ever going to be possible a day later, did it? No, I know the weather did sort of pick up a little bit, Dave, didn't it, on the Thursday, but... um... Or not on the Thursday, was it? Was it on the Wednesday? Wednesday, yeah. I mean, it got cool, yeah. But I mean, like you say, mate, it's no way it's going to be played. I mean, it's just wishful thinking, I think, mate, wasn't it? Really, a fair play to this score. I know there's a load of games they got to try and fit in, but but brilliant listening to your interview with Roger there, mate. I mean, Burr eighty four and Roger seventy three, mate. What's that, mate? What's the total? Uh, what's it? Hundred and fifty-seven years between them, mate. <laughs> doing all all the work at the ground, mate. I mean, that's that's unreal, isn't it? Dave commitment, yeah. but 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 unfortunately, mate, signing the times, mate. I think isn't it several clubs in the same boat. You know, once the old guard have gone, Diggs. You know, I honestly, fear. But you mate, for some of the clubs, the commitment doesn't seem to be there like mm. like it was yesteryear, mate. Does it? No, and actually, think to have, after talking to Roger and, and listening to his uh, conversation, actually re- remind me of Dad because Dad used to go out and help Liscard yeah. and after he'd retired, many years after he'd retired, and he used to clean out yeah. the changing rooms and things like that and paint the posts yeah. around the outside and and you think Impressive. you know it, it's good for them and it's good for the club as well, but. Uh, you can be yeah. overloaded with work, can't you? That's the problem that they're now getting, I think. So it's just... Exactly, mate. You need a few of you, mate, don't you, to yeah. share, share it. You? Like, like Paul's got some lazy, mate, for example, isn't it? Yeah. And he's got sort of half a dozen people helping him. But, yeah, I don't know, you, you know, some of these clubs, Dave, I think I think we've all got to sort of step up, mate, and we can help out our sort of local... Yeah. Clubs, I think, mate. Yeah. Was it you or was it someone else who told me that, that at the sticker game recently there were about six people out there in in yeah. that time forking the pitch? Yeah, it was both brilliant, mate. Yeah. Yeah, that was the yeah, when I went to watch the stickers and all stories there, mate, last that well Saturday, you know, before last, yeah. mate, yeah. You know, players that you know, as soon as the halftime whistle went, they you know, the players weren't even off the pitch. There was there was, what, four or five guys in one half, you know, and a couple in the other. Yeah. You know, all with forks, mate. Brilliant. Replacing divots. You would see that. Um, well, I don't think you'd see that anywhere else in Cornwall, to be honest. So, uh... No. Nah. A lot of pro clubs I've been to, you know, games I've been to, Dave, I haven't seen that. Yeah. You know, lower, lower leagues. Brilliant, mate. Brilliant commitment, that is. Yeah. Okay. Oh. 
Well, last Saturday, Port 11 against Penzance agreed to put their midweek game back a day, but it didn't work out any better for them. Uh, I caught up with Penzance manager Anthony Reynolds again early Wednesday evening, when in fact he should have been preparing for the game at Port 11's Gala Park. Well, another game called off, Renault. Um, obviously, this time, or at this time, you should have been away to Port 11, uh, busy getting ready for that. But uh, the rain has come again and, and struck, and uh, you must be fed up with all of it now, mustn't you? Yeah, absolutely. I think um, I think Falmouth probably in a worse position than us. Obviously, they've been a, with the success they've had. They're, they're twenty-one, twenty-odd games. I think Wesley was saying, which is incredible. I've looked at all, I've looked at our fixture list, and I'm thinking, wow, this is uh, this is two or three three days a week here. Yeah. Uh, but I tell the wife and uh, and say that I won't be around for much of those weeks, <laughs> and, and I'm pr- I'm pretty much um, she might be probably happy, mate, actually. But um, but I think a lot of managers are saying, and I think it's putting a lot of pressure, putting a lot of pressure on. On, on everything really you know people behind the scenes you know the groundsman we talk about you know who would be in the groundsman this year God, yeah. you know what what a job for them you know and what a fantastic job you know you know speaking I'm good friends with Ian Gregory at Hay and obviously John down at John Mead down at down at Penzance and you know, Derek Rowe from the old days of Buffalo and you know what a fantastic job they do and um, they must be tearing their hair out and trying to repair these pictures you know we, we played on our pitch on, on Saturday and we just couldn't get a roll on it Dave it was so bobbly and it was horrendous but we got the game on and that's that is it's so imperative now and I think you know Phil Phil you know with the league you know he's trying to do his utmost to get these games played but you know we've we've got to put we've got to put faith in in those people who are looking at these grounds really yeah no you've touched on that it's going to be a busy end of the season Penzance 16th at the moment in the table well, I, <laughs> you're probably going to disagree with me, but I would say you're, you're safe from relegation. Um, so is it going to be just a long, drawn-out affair, you know, game after game yeah. after game, and you're going to have to try and keep the, the players up for it? How, you know, yes. It's not going to be it's, easy, uh, is it? No, it's um, to be honest, I actually touched on this on, on Saturday, David. I went in there and I said, right, kind of turned it around. I said, right, this is this is the start of our season now. You know, we've got, we're into the final third of the season. We've got a little mini league going on down below us. I said, mathematically, we're not, we're not safe. Um, and really, you know, we should be embracing this, this kind of um, relegation battle rather than, you know, being disappointed. And, mm. you know, like I said this before to you, I said that the lads have been amazing, you know, for, for a team down at the, the wrong end of the league. You know, they turn up every week. Um, you know, the confidence is sky high, and I think you probably get that because, you know, we've got a lot of youngsters. They're not they're not phased. They're not, not battling. They just keep on coming. And, you know, what, one thing I'd like to think is that at the early stages when we were building this new kind of team and new venture – it was, you know, we took some, we did take some beatings, you know, the Sil Ash one was, was a difficult one at the start of the season and, um, and the Halston one was a real, real hard one to get back from. Um, but you roll up your sleeve and you, you know, it's all about characters and, you know, how many people have left this side this year? I probably, only one or two days, and I think that's settlement of, of the group, really. You know, it's so easy to move on. That's the easiest thing to do ever. Um, and I said to the lads, you know, let's not let's not lose any more now. You know, let's everybody keep together. And um, yeah, really positive. So it's been that's that's been a really good side of it. You've not got a bad um, little run of fixtures now, really, have you? I'm just looking at your games ahead. Um, all being well, St. Blazy away Saturday, then obviously a tricky one to farm with midweek. But then you're yeah. home to Callington, the way to Camelford. Um, you know, we'll forget again that you've got Farmer the, the second game, but and then Liscard Dob Walls. So yeah, those yeah. are games that you must be thinking we can get something out of these, surely. 
Yeah, you know, you think you think the, the top sides up there, your Bodmin's, your, you know, your Falmouths, your Halstons, and if you look at look at our thoughts, we haven't got we haven't got beaten heavily recently. You know, we, we lost to Bodmin three now. We pushed Falmouth all the way the other night. You know, when we played in the in the quarterfinal of the cup, and um, and yeah, Halston came to us. You know, another day we could have we could have got even closer to the three 0 deficit that day. But um, when when we're quite hard to beat. You know, we're struggling scoring goals yeah, without doubt. We haven't got we haven't got that striker that can put the ball in the back of the net. So rely on midfielders trying to trip in and, and do that. So that's that's a big that's a big always been a big thing from the start of the season. But um but yeah, it could be, you know, Saturday, you know, I don't know where uh Camel Third were in the league. They're about twelfth, are they, Dave? Um yeah, about twelfth in the league. You know. Yeah. yeah, so so you know that is I said to the lads afterwards, I said, look, every point now is a really good point. It's a matter who you're with. So, um, so yeah, um, you know, I think it's really positive looking forward. You know, I think people will say, oh, it's been a tough year for Penn Zance. It has, but to be fair, when we were, when we look back at where we were in July, Dave, we didn't have actually have a football club where we were going to be taken over by Mausel. So, 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 you know, the way I look at it has been hell of a, hell of a season, really positive. Second team are doing fantastically well in the Trelawney League and, and we've survived. And, Amazingly, it looks like we'd be staying up as well. So, you know, for, for that to happen, you know, for me, it's positive. Right. So, yeah. as we said, it is going to be busy. 13 games in 42 days, I reckon you might have. Uh, what's that? A game yeah. every three days. So, um, yeah. I don't know how big a squad you've got, but obviously it's not helped by this coming Saturday, as we said, St. Blasey away. And, of course, are you going to be affected by the fact that the county youth have got a game on the Sunday? Yeah, this is a conversation Glenn and I have had on, on Monday. On Monday, I was thinking over the weekend. I think I must phone Glenn. I must phone Glenn. So, so we had we had a chat, and um, and we've we got a really good relationship. And it was like, okay, tell me tell me what the protocols are, Glenn, and then perhaps I can I can say my bit. So we talked for about we talked for a good ten minutes, and um, no, we're working we're working towards it. I've got to give them a phone call Thursday and Friday. And it looks like we're working together to to see to let them come with us, but for us to give them, you know, the game time, not too much game time, so it's not affecting the game for them on Sunday. Yeah. So it, it, it's fantastic, really. So I'm, I've got to just touch base with him on on Friday just to clarify, you know, the final points. So it'd be really tough this time of season to lose to lose five, I think. Um, because everyone else is playing, I, could, I wouldn't be able to draw from any other team, Dave. You know, so um, so yeah. You've agreed um, on a compromise for the sounds of it. I, I think we're working towards yeah, a compromise. Yeah, right. yeah, we are. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> uh, and, and one final question. Uh, now, what's your occupation? I'm a IT technician for the council. But you're heavily into looking at weather forecasts or whatever, aren't you? Oh, yeah, it is. It is a little thing. It's when a I packed in, when, it's a little hobby. It's an outside. It's a bit of a strange one. Not many people think I would be into the weather, but yeah, for many years I'm a bit of a bit of a weather geek, some may say. So is that why you've been, you know, a bit noisy on on Twitter today, suggesting that perhaps, or yesterday or today, suggesting that perhaps the fact the fact that you know your game at Port Eleven it was called off yesterday, a day early than the game yeah. was actually going to be played. Did you feel looking at your weather forecast that perhaps they could have waited twenty four hours? Yeah, I just you know I'm not I'm not allowed to use it, and you know it just it really frustrated me yesterday because we're all working, every team is working hard to get their squads ready. You know, I've got the weekend to think about, and I'm thinking, great, we've got a game on here. Um, I think uh, there was only about seven, eight mil of rain yesterday. I know there's been a lot of rain recently, and I understand that. And probably when George went to look at it yesterday, I'm not doubting it wasn't playable because I'm sure it was. You know, I'm sure it wasn't playable because of the rain we had and you know what it's taken. But 
why are we calling games off 26 hours before kickoff when, when we all knew today was going to be fantastic? There was a lovely breeze. Um, I did get someone down there to go and look at the pitch today, and it was absolutely play, and it was absolutely playable. Some people may say there was other other things going on. Why off them? I don't know. But um, you know, I'm not doubting George. I'm not doubting um, the groundsmen, all the hard work they do. I'm just saying we are where we are right now with all these games. That game was playable today, without a doubt. And the forecast going forward is really good. High pressure for the next... It's coming. I think we've got a little bit of rain to get over the weekend, not too much. And then we've got high pressure coming in over a week, 10 days. So the forecast is, is looking a lot more healthy going forward. So, so frustration, yeah, you know, it's not something I normally do, but it was a game that 100% we could have played today. Um, okay. Is it today? Yeah, tonight, yeah. yeah. Tonight, yeah. And, and I've got to just ask you one more question. Sorry about this, but... Yeah, that's right. Friday, what's the weather forecast likely to be for Friday? Am I going to be able to get around the golf in? Uh, absolutely, yeah. We're looking good. I'm flying, I'm flying tomorrow at 8 o'clock, so I wouldn't be flying to the Isles of Scilly and back again <laughs> if I couldn't get back, Dave. So I can guarantee your golf will be on. <laughs> you can guarantee? All right, I like that. Right. Okay, well, thanks, Renner, for coming on, and uh, no worries. Well, you know, enjoy the rest of the season. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Yeah, Renner there talking about um, another game off and how they're all going to be fitted in. Um, yeah, we're talking about the same thing to everyone now, aren't we? Because there's not a lot of football going on. I know, mate. Like Renner said, David, I mean, it's never ending, mate, isn't it? It's never ending. But I think, like he said, from their point of view, David, just you've got to pick up as many points on here as possible. And I think the big games are like a a bit of a free hit, mate, and they? If they yeah. pick up any points, it's just a bonus, Dave, isn't it? And it's what you can get against the rest, really, mate, isn't it? I think, I think Renault's cranked up the game v Port now, mate, isn't he? <laughs> he <laughs> might have done, uh, yeah, I think so. Yeah, when they eventually play that one, I think that'll be cranked up, mate. <laughs> but, um, no, it's tough, mate, isn't it? Tough for, uh, it just affects everyone, Dave, doesn't it? The, you know, like, like you were saying, you and Renner were saying, you know, he's like the kit. The kit, and that, you know, obviously the grains were doing unbelievable jobs, but just little things like the kit man and you know what they're getting the the you know the tea up, mate, and stuff, and it is yeah. it's everything, isn't it? It just affects everything, mate. It's, yeah. We got we got our own coronavirus, mate, with the weather, haven't we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not good. Right, well, let's go yeah. to our prediction, shall we? Um, now, we chose, as well as usual, we choose five games. How many of the five from last week actually got played, the rapper? Yeah, not great, Dave. Only three out of the five, mate. We had, and, uh, well, yeah, just looking here, Dave, we had th- two off. We, we got the other three games, mate, we got all wrong. Both of us, <laughs> we, we went for doubles to nick it, mate, didn't we, against Lisco? Lost 3-0. Yeah. Um, we went for Lunson to win at Paul Perro, lost 3-0. And, and, well, I went for Sonais and Penryn to draw, mate. You went for Penryn to nick it, and Sonais won 2-1. Stoke, Clinsland, Newland East, and Chase Water more than both off, mate. So, still 9-4 to you, Dave. So, what a waste of time that was, wasn't it? Absolutely, mate. <laughs> hopefully, we'll uh, get more like this week, hopefully, mate. <laughs> right. <laughs> so, let's start... Uh... Southwest Peninsula League West, Camelford versus St Austell. 
Um, yeah. Probably my turn me? to go for it. Is it me or oh, is you? It yours, I don't know. I do. Uh, you want to go first? You go first. Uh, all right, mate. Go on then, go mate. On. Go on, mate. You go um, first. <laughs> Yeah, uh, thanks, Dave. Well, Camel Fritz and also Dave, you know, Red Joey's, you know, he does a fantastic job at Camel Fritz, mate, doesn't he? 10th in the league, mate, top half of the table. Camel Fritz, you know, Red never ceases to amaze you, mate, does he? <laughs> um, you know, what a football man he, he's been over the years, mate, for Camel Fritz. But that's an Austin, mate, second for a minute still, Dave, isn't they? I, mm. I've got, I think they'll finish fourth, mate, but. You know, they're second still, mate. You know, fair play to the Saints. But, you know, don't concede many with Chappie and goal either, though, do they? And that defence, mate. So, I think I'm going to go for St. Austin, mate. Um, I think I'll go 3-1 St. Austin, Dave. All right. OK. 3-1. Did, did you see that uh, Stu Baker is playing for St. Austin? No. Yeah. No, I didn't, mate. Oh. Scored the only oh, goal of the game last Saturday. Yeah, I did, mate. I did see actually. He had a photo, didn't he, in the paper? Yes, I, photo, I did. Didn't he? Yes. Yeah, I, I didn't see it in the paper actually. Day I saw it on Twitter. Yeah, I think he put it on Twitter and a few of his mates were penalty. Yeah, yeah. Oh, was it, mate? Yeah, yeah. Free, uh, free goal, mate. In it, twelve yards. <laughs> <laughs> got to take that, mate. Have you? Any striker worth his salt's got a nick. Got a. Nick the ball, wouldn't he? Do you think uh, he places it or smashes it? Stu, mate, Stu. I reckon he'd be a bit of a smasher, mate, don't yeah, you? Yeah, I thought he would place it, to be honest. Did you? Yeah, he's got yeah, quite a good it. left foot, hasn't he? Uh, but, uh, yeah, yes, yeah. Well, we'll find out um, soon, I expect. But, um, yes, yeah. so he's there um, permanently. I've checked that out. I didn't know whether he might have been there um, uh, right. helping out or not, but he tells me he's there for the season yeah. at least. So, um I think this could be a tricky one for um, uh, forcing all stall at Camelford. Camelford, though, yeah. won for four games, I reckon. So um, they're scoring but conceding. So that's why I've gone for Camelford 2, St. Austell yeah. 3. Oh, cracker. Yeah. Cracker, mate. Yeah. OK, so on to St. Pyrenees West this week. Helston against Farmworth Town. A game you mentioned as being one to watch uh, yeah. in your review. Um, Mid-table meeting between two Peninsula Reserve sides. Um, and, well, both lost last their last games. Um, I think they're going to draw this one one all. Yeah, I was thinking along them lines, Dave. I, yeah, I, I was thinking like a Desmond, but... A I Desmond 1-1. Yeah, that's it, mate. Yeah, yeah. I don't know whether we'll fall must nick it or, but the old mate Scoffy and goal, mate. And he, yeah, I'll go for a Desmond, mate. I'll, um, I'll go for a Desmond, mate. You go one, or I'll, I'll go two, old mate. Yeah, right. okay. Yeah. Third one, East Cornwall Premier League. Um, we've spoken about this one with John Colenso. Varian, yeah. Varian against Lou. Yeah, a bit of a surprise result, Dave, wasn't it? Until John sort of uh, told us the reasons, mate, wasn't it? You know, that sort of when I saw that result, oh crikey, that's, that's a bit of a. But Lou seemed to be doing all right, mate, didn't they? Picking up a little bit this season, didn't they? So, but uh, yeah, they're on a roll, mate. You could say on a Lou roll, you could <laughs> say, mate. <laughs> oh, <dear laughs> Sorry, mate. <laughs> it's terrible, mate. Isn't it? But uh, no, I think Varian will get their revenge this week, mate. Um, 
I'm going to go four one day variant back at their place. Yeah. All right. You got four one. I'm going four. with three one. Three one. Okay, mate. Even though they got their first choice keeper, he still lets in a goal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hopefully he's back. <laughs> well, hopefully he's back. Yeah. 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 Right. Fourth one. Cornwall Combination League. I don't think we have many Cornwall Combination League games <laughs> on, do we? So I thought have a change this yeah. week. Um, Marizine yeah. against Hale. Don't know too much about either side. Tenth versus third. Neither have mm. got that good a recent record. Uh, familiar name scoring the goals for Hale, Chris Bullock. Yes, oh, mate, got, got uh, Perry's boy, mate's got us all Perry on Saturday. It's a noise, actually, Dave, chatting to him for a bit. Right, yeah. About Leeds United, mainly, going up, mate, Perry. He's a passionate <laughs> Leeds fan, mate, isn't he? Yeah. But, uh, yeah. yeah. So, Chris um, got, got the genes, mate, isn't he, Chris? Yeah, that's right. He's scored twice as many as the next one for Hale, so... Um, yeah. Uh, I'm going to go for another game with goals. It's uh, Marazine 2, Hale 3. Yeah. Oh, quite yeah. I've gone 3-1, uh, actually, Dave. Hale. Right. Yeah. I've gone 1-3, mate. You've gone 2-3. I've gone one. Yeah, good to see Marazine back in the combo and all that, though, isn't it? You know, back playing yeah. and... Yeah, they've still got it's lights still... down there or not? Floodlights? Yeah, they're still there, Dave. They're still there, I think, mate. Do yeah, they they're just... No, I don't think they work, mate, do they? I don't know. No, that's that. Yeah, mind you, I've been there for a good probably eighteen months, two years, mate. But the last time I went there, they were still there, mate. But just not doing anything, mate. So <laughs> I remember opening them lights. I think I told you before, they for Cornwall, mate. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah, we opened. Yeah, we opened that. We was two 0 down at half time, mate. <laughs> against Marathon Combat. I think they had a decent side then, Dave. I mean, you probably played against them back then, mate. You know, when they had the Sims and all that lot. And mm. yeah, they had, I think there was about top six in the combo back then. But we was we had a hell of a Cornwall side, mate. We was two 0 down half time, and I think we managed to get a, a Desmond, mate, at the end. <laughs> but, oh, but Graham Roach wasn't very happy, mate. He wasn't very happy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I remember, I remember that. But um, but yeah, shame really, Dave. Shame they don't work anymore, mate, isn't it? But they were a bit. It was a bit strange they had them in the first place, really, wasn't it? Thinking about it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, because they were sort of like a mid-table combo club, mate, weren't they? And with no sort of ambitions of Southwest or anything, mate. And they just sort of appeared like they, didn't they? Yeah. They just, you know, yeah, it was a bit strange. I don't know if they got had like a loan off someone at the time, maybe something, or or it was like a gift from someone don't that know. they were put, put lights up from the Yeah, I'd have to find out about that, mate. And they were a funny old side because they had a couple of good seasons or they in fact late 70s um, yeah. they did very well but then they sort of petered out a bit didn't they and uh, yeah. suffered big time in the sort of 90s so uh, yeah they did I don't know what the connection that, well last season there was a suggestion there was a connection there with uh, Mosel wasn't it yeah that's it mate yeah yeah it was basically Mosel thirds mate yeah. wasn't it playing at Marazine. It's not a bad little grating, really, Dave, is it? Marazine, oh, really. That's right. Yeah, nice surface when they, someone looks after it and all. So, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, good to see him back anyway, mate. Yeah, good OK. So, last game, fifth game, Dutchy Premier. And, well, this is a, a local derby. Tintagel yeah. versus Boss Castle in the Premier Division yeah. of the Dutchy. So, um, 
Yeah, that's a feisty old local dog between those two days, isn't it? Well, we were thinking that Bude and Mormonstow was going to be, but it didn't turn out in the end, did it? Uh, Obviously, well, Boss Castle doing a lot better than Tintagel in the league, mate, aren't they? But, but I think they've played a few games less. So, um, just because there's a local derby there, I'm, I'm going to go for a tight game, mate. And I'm going to go Tintagel 2, Boss Castle 3, mate. Oh, well, I've yeah. I've gone uh, on the same basis, uh, or same thinking as you, um, but yeah. I think it could be a lower scoring affair than that. So I've gone with Tintagel 1, Boss Castle too. So. Yeah, I think it was. Yeah, quite a few places apart, they weren't they in the league? But, yeah. yeah. But I think the league's a bit false, isn't it, mate? So and and obviously a local door, mate. You know what they're like, mate. So exactly, yeah. I think it well, will be closer than. We'll get round that round table, won't they? Okay, right, that's predictions done for another week and let's hope that the games get played anyway, uh, let alone whether we get the right result or not, but um, that would be a slight improvement yeah. on on our, on our scores last week. Right. Yeah, hopefully. Yeah, returning to the South West Peninsula League scene then, and, um, well, some games to look out for coming up and as we know, there's going to be coming thick and fast soon at some stage once the... Uh, rain season monsoon season is finished um, Saturday top two have what looked like certain wins am I right in saying that Rappo Helston are sticker and Sodash hosted yeah. Dennis two wins yeah yeah, yeah I think we've got to be really sticker got a tough three days Dave haven't they yeah because yeah, yeah we'll come to that in a second but I mean <laughs> yeah. with all these games you know there surely will be an occasion where Helston and Sodash or Helston or Sodash they surely slip up don't they yeah definitely mate. Or are, I, I we, can't see or are we making that up is that going to happen are they so good that they're not yeah. going to slip up no no I mean they're both quality sides though aren't they but but yeah I mean with, with, with the fixture backlog though they're, they're going to slip up mate definitely both mm. both of them mate I mean so you could say Sodash already have couldn't you yeah. Yeah. Cup game though, so yeah. I'm not I'm not sort of yeah. reading too no, much true. into that as such. But um, and then also on Saturday, current second place in Austin, as we've covered in the prediction there, they travel to Camelford, whilst of course the other top four side, Mosel, are hopefully getting their League Cup quarter final match in at Bobby Tracy. Now Bobby Tracy yeah. actually playing. We're talking Thursday. They're playing tonight, uh, getting a game in at Stoke Gabriel, which should have been at home for Bobby, but they've switched it just to get a game. Uh, I know on Twitter today they haven't played since February February the eighth, so uh, they're, they're gonna well they're gonna feel it a bit, aren't they? After playing tonight and then playing yeah, Saturday, all being well. Yeah, they will, mate. Yeah, they've had a good rest, haven't they, Dave? <laughs> but yeah, it's going to come thick and fast for them. The field's hoping to go to that one, mate. Yeah, go back to the field, Dave. I, I, oh, mate, I hope he's, you know, I bet he's got plenty of paracetamol in his cupboard, mate. And he's all the energy. <laughs> I was thinking, mate, I hope Phil's neighbours can't hear his phone going off all the time. They'll think he's in there, like, watching 10 episodes of Thomas the Tank Engine every day, you know? <laughs> 
and the people, but <laughs> never, um, uh, <laughs> never had a few bruises coming away from pending me. <laughs> Which was better, pending or suggest? Oh, crikey, mate. Anyway, let's, shall we move on? The yeah. interviews. Um, neither, mate, neither. <laughs> okay, <laughs> on with the interviews and something a little different this week. Um, I went to the League Cup quarterfinal on Wednesday, as I've mentioned already, between Farmouth and St Blasey. And so I thought, well, why not catch a few after the match? Um, first up, the match winner for Farmouth, Luke Johnson. Now, Rappo. Listen carefully to the beginning of this recording. I wasn't going to keep it in, yeah. on, but um, listen carefully um, because you can hear Westy, the Falmouth manager, and as we know, a born goal scorer. He's in the background um, suggesting Jono got two goals on the night, but not so apparently. Two goals! Did he score two? No, first one was an own goal. Westy's got it wrong. He's yeah. saying two goals. I would claim it, but no. No, first one was an own goal. Right, so uh, he made hard work of that, didn't he, tonight? Yeah, um, very hard work of it, to be fair. Um, I think we thought they'd come down and give us a threat, which he did. But um, yeah, good job for the boys to stick in, stick in and get the job done. And you got the winning goal. Yeah, which I'm quite pleased about. So there's a good feeling in front of the F Troop as well. We should say him again every week, week in and week out. They give us a, give us good support. So, yeah, pretty pleased. Well, well tell us a little bit more about the goal. Um, wow, just saw a bit of a scrappy one, and then sort sort of opened up for me, and I've just tucked it in far post. So yeah. Am I being fair if I said to you that that's what your game lacks, goals? Um, you personally though uh, yeah mine yeah definitely yeah I think composure in front of goal is my weak spot um, I think last month that would have been in the car park going around somewhere so um, yeah just wise words from Westy saying just compose yourself and yeah pick a spot so yeah it's working out right for me and semi-final place now yes um, hopefully we can go on and win it and win the lot do you remember who you got or not um, not off the top of my head no, no I can't either so <laughs> Play every game as it comes, yeah. And you've got loads of games to come. I mean, what, yeah, I was going to say, what do you think about that? Um, it's going to be hard work for the boys, but like I say, we've just got to keep, keep training, keep working hard, and um, yeah, do the, do the things right. You're not going to have time to train. Well, no, it's game after game, so yeah. It's one of the punishments, though, of being a successful side. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, we just need to keep keep our heads keep our heads switched on and take every game as it comes now. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. Now, d- did you hear Westy saying that yeah. John was on fire? He got two goals. Now, he's, yeah. Westy's obviously a goal scorer. You would have claimed it, wouldn't you? Oh, totally, 100%. I <laughs> can't believe John O's admitted it was own goal, mate. I <laughs> can't believe that. Um, you've got to try and claim that, mate. I mean, I mean I've, been, I've dived in the centre ass before with David O, like a yard from the line, and he's got the touch, and I've just ran away with my arm up, mate. <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> if your foot's together, mate, he do not want an own goal, Dave, does he? So, you know, you've saved him, and you've got another goal on the tally for yourself, haven't you? Yeah. <laughs> or just, you know, it's up to someone else then to, you know, say, oh, you don't think you have to touch you. Are you calling me a lawyer? You know, like, <laughs> <laughs> oh, mate, yeah, you got to you got to run away with your arm up, mate. Can't believe Jono's uh, uh, honest, mate. But, but he's an all-action player, Dave, isn't he? He's um, glad he's banging a few in, as, banging a few in as well. And, yeah, I like watching him, mate. I think Tame might win that League Cup, Dave. 
Oh yeah, because yeah, neither John or, or myself could remember who Farnworth have got in the semi-final. Um, but uh, as we know now from Phil, um, they've got the winners of Saturday's match, haven't they? Uh, Mays or, or Bobby Tracy. So not going to be easy for them, is it? No. Uh, whoever they they end up playing. But um, but yeah, they've yeah. got there. They've uh, well another season yeah. of doing well in the League Cup. Well, the yeah, winners two years ago, running. runners up last season, and uh, that's right. That's, yeah, final at least. Yeah. yeah, hopefully three. I've won three out of four of them, Dave, as well. So I've had better luck in that yeah, in the senior cup. I like, I like the South Custard League Cup. Scored in three finals as well, Dave. So come on, Tang. <laughs> <laughs> I've had better luck in that one in the senior cup, so All right. Fancy well, him, fancy him. Now, whilst the game was, is going on, not everyone is watching the action. Uh, one, for example, is Falmouth Secretary Wayne Pascoe, who well, you always see Wayne going around the ground in, in the first yeah. half, enticing everyone to have a go at the 50-50, don't you? So the money all helps, as Wayne tells us. Secretary of Falmouth Town, Wayne Pascoe, how much of that game did you actually see today, tonight? Probably about 60 minutes. So what are you doing for the other 30 minutes? Going around, selling the tickets, changing everything up, doing the draw. Making some money? Trying to for the club, yeah. R- roughly how much you made tonight on the 50-50? About 50 quid. How much do the officials cost? 160. That's a bit of a deficit there somewhere. Well, that's just... that's. I mean, the 50 quid, that's, that's just... Uh, that goes into sort of like um, general upkeep funds. I mean, obviously, you've got, you've got the gate. I mean, that more than covers that. Right. So, you must be pleased with all these people coming through the gate this season. Yeah. Yeah. More the merrier. Yeah. Gone are the days when you would uh, just about break even. So, you'd have an average of 50 to 80. And at the moment, you've got sort of a three-figure average. But you've still got a hole in the stand. That's the good old weather for you. You're listening to the Cornish Soccer Rappo and Deke's Friday Fix. He's brilliant, eh, Dave Wayne? He, he's a wow, he's a fantastic club man, mate. He, he was there, mate, when I was a youngster, a former. So, yeah, I mean, he, he, he's, I bet he's been there over 30 years, though. Great, great service, mate. I mean, we all we all love former like Dave, you know, with a lot of us, but no one loves the club more than him, mate. I reckon he spent loads of, like, voluntary hours before. He's done everything there, Dave. You know, read out the teams at Aston, you know, or before, and you know the the Aston announcing, mate, and before the game, and like I said, going around collecting the money. I think well, secretary, I think, mate. You know, I think he's still the secretary. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, he's done loads, Dave, for for former. So yeah, great bloke to have around. You know, as we was talking about earlier, mate. One way, you know. We're, with this squad and all, mate, you know, it, it, Wayne's someone that, you know, every club needs, mate. Every club needs a Wayne, mate. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and uh, Farmouth need a new stand uh, or a roof to the stand um, because the, the yeah. reference uh, when I was talking to him about the stand is that uh, um, part of it is blown off uh, through the recent weather and storms we've had. So uh, they're uh, investigating what's got to be done on that front now. So, yeah. so that was the stand. Now, so... To end up today, here's the post-match view from the St. Blasey camp. I've got both managers of St. Blasey, uh, Sean Vincent and Matt Hayden. Who's going to talk first? I'll go, yeah, I'll go. Um, 
Dave, I'm a little bit, a little bit um, gutted, a bit emotional really after that because you know, we've come down here, we lost 5-0 a few weeks back. We've come down, we've gone 1-0 up. We made it really hard for farm. We've gone in 1-0 out of time. Their crowd didn't hear nothing from them in the first half. It's exactly what we wanted. We've come down and we've done a job. And I think, you know, we've gone, they've equalised. We've kept our cool. We've gone 2-1 in front. And I think we deserve something from that game. I really do. Um, the efforts of the lads to lose that game, I just really feel for them. They're, they're flat in there. We've got to try and pick them up because we either go one or two ways now. We can finish in the top eight, top ten, or we can fizzle out. And I think you can see there the spirit and the quality we've got. I think we're good enough to, to be in amongst that top ten. But I'm devastated for the boys because they've given everything there. They really have. Uh, Matt, um, is it a case sometimes you, you score after, what, 49 seconds or something like that? It's too early, isn't it? No, never too early. That's exactly what we wanted. We, we knew against the wind on a soft pitch, like the F Troop, found with the quality they've got, wanted to get an early lead, sit in, defend it, protect it, get through that first half against the wind, come out second half with the wind behind us and try and proper take it to them. But, I mean, like Sean said, we went 2-1 up, um, sat in, defended well, couple of questionable decisions won't go into it too much but yeah I'm devastated for the boys absolutely gutted for them because they're absolutely like Sean said they're flat on their backs in there gutted they can't they couldn't have given any, any more than what they did they were superb so you were just having a quiet word with the officials coming off the pitch um, what were the questions you were asking them uh, no, just for me it was just a little bit consistency uh, you know I'm not, I don't really like to get into it but they had a player who I think about four fouls he committed didn't even get spoke to I don't think or one of our players one foul booking I just said where's the consistency levels and, and the yellow card according, uh, the penalty according to all our players he fell over his own feet and you know that's a massive decision in the quarter final last 10 minutes were 2-1 up it's a massive decision at this level and I just felt I had to ask the question because I, I don't normally like getting involved with the rest but that, just, that had to be asked from, from my point of view I mean the game is I thought actually second half you were the better side yet you, you end up losing I mean it's it is, that's the way the game goes I, I suppose yeah so, well, it's, it's football sometimes you could absolutely dominate the game and then come off losing but like I was just talking about if they dominate the game, dominate possession, create all the chances. Like Sean just said, we hit the crossbar three times in the second half. Um, but if the decisions don't go your way, um, then you're fighting to lose a battle, you're always going to struggle. But like you just said, we looked the, we looked the better team, we created the more chances, the more clear-cut chances. Um, just didn't fall our way, unfortunately, which is absolutely, it's, it's gutting. It is really gutting. It's a long old drive now where it's just going to play on your mind now for the rest of the week. And of course it means you've got a lot of games coming up like everyone else has and uh, you've got to lift the players for Saturday who is it Penzance home yeah Penzance home that's down to me and Matt now I think the start of the season I think I spoke to you Dave and if we if we had said we could finish around the top 10 and, and we're in two quarter finals and uh, you know we're on the sniff of a semi-final there and we can finish in around the top 10 even push for the top 8 you know I think from where we were last season it's a massive massive forward step and if we can if we can achieve that that's what I just said to him in there now you know let's not fizzle out let's keep ourselves going because there's a lot of winnable games we perform anywhere like that we've come down to Falmouth with a great side you know and, and we've you know we've nearly took them to the cleaners there you know we've nearly we've nearly got ourselves in the semi-final fair play to them you know they put their chances away we haven't you know Callum McGee's had a great chance there at 2-1 uh, Barnsley keepers made a great save we had a couple of us come off the bar it just wasn't our night just was not our night at all and like I say me, me and Matt are flat now obviously it's 10 minutes after the game um, but you know we've got to lift the lads for Saturday and, and the game's going forward to make sure we don't fizzle out and results go against us that shouldn't really uh, Matt you guys you and Sean are coming in for a bit of stick uh, on forums and, st- and such like uh, does that really get you fed up or what? Um, because of that le- because of what you just said I don't read them 
I don't I, I don't look into him. All the lads, the lads talking about him a couple of times. I don't look into him. I don't read him because they're just people sat at home. That everyone's got their entitled to their own opinion. So they give the stick all the, much as they like. As long as me and Sean knuckle down, do what we feel is right, and the lads put the work in the training and in the game time. That's all I care about. All I care about is what the club have to say. Our supporters and everyone inside the club, and uh, as far as everyone else, and it goes right over my head. I don't look into it. Your Cornish soccer podcast. Yep, thanks to Sean and Matt for that. Uh, it's never easy speaking to the media after a defeat and uh, one that they felt they were hard done by. Yeah, sounds like that. They, don't they? Like you say, mate, there's nothing worse than doing an interview, mate, when the winning team got the ghetto blaster on in the other dressing room, mate, in it in the background, singing away, shouting away. There's nothing worse, mate, especially when you, you know, you've been sort of robbed, mate, or you think you've been robbed, but sounds like Blazy, obviously he was there, mate. It sounds like Blazy were really unlucky on the night they think, you know. Personally, mate, I think Sean and Matt have done a, a decent job personally, mate. I know like you mentioned the flack and all, you know, particularly off a couple of people, mate, from other clubs, aren't they? But and all the you know, all the shenanigans at Bickland, you know, which you know, really don't really talk about all that again. But but I, th- I think Sean and Matt have done a decent job, personally, mate. I mean, it's a big club, though, that gets a lot of attention, isn't it, Blazy, mate? And, you know, you ain't going to please everybody, are you? So, you know, I, I, I personally think, you know, it's just down the road for me here, mate. I, you know, I, I do sort of read the reports and that. I, I think they've done a good job on the old over the season, mate, really. Mm. Yeah. They thought uh, that they should have got something, certainly from last night. And, uh, yeah, they certainly, yeah. well, I think it's the fact that it was the last, what, two goals in the last 10 minutes? Less than that, actually. You know, it's always a killer, isn't it? When you're 2-1 up mm-hmm. with, you know, you enter the last 10 minutes and you end up losing 3-2. Hard to take. Yeah. I think that's um, form of, mate, isn't it? They've done it to a lot of teams, haven't they, this season, mate? I think Westy's got form that, you know, they've got this never-say-die attitude, mate, yeah. haven't they, Tone, that seems yeah. to driving through a lot of games but but from yeah like you say Blazy's point of view Blazy you know you've got got to feel sorry for him a little bit haven't you yeah now final word on the Farmers St Blazy match did you see who Farmers brought on as one of their subs with 15 minutes to go I did mate no well no. if I said to you it's yeah. a player with no nickname what Craig Allen mate yeah what come on for Farmers yeah Yes. Listen, yeah, didn't know that, mate. I, well, I like to think I'm a supporter, Dave, but I, do, I tell you what, mate, Westy don't miss a trick, mate, does he? On the old players, mate. He knows the striker, doesn't he? Yeah. He knows and the striker. Unless my eyes were deceiving me, I I think he nearly scored with his first touch. He, he went very close, yeah. I think. So, uh, But, yeah, he came on 15 minutes to go. And uh, from what I hear on the grapevine... Um, it's it's a player that Westy has been trying to perhaps get down to Bickland for you know for the last month or so. So um, Can I, I play the Westy, mate. Yeah, I'm assuming that perhaps he's going to be playing for St Morgan first choice, but with Falmouth, yeah. you know, all the games Falmouth have got, it's useful to you know yeah. players in. Yeah, we were talking about that the other week. They wanted, you know, like sort of bolster in the squad. I see like Ross Duncan's done that from St. Ives, hasn't he, mate, with Port Leven? Yeah. And he's sort of like, you know, obviously playing for St. Ives because they're going for the league and that, which is fair enough. But I think Blakey and 
Tomo's got him sort of when he ain't got a game for us tonight, mate. He's going to play for Port Flavin, isn't he? To yeah. sort of be placing the injuries that they've had. So, yeah. so yeah, it's good in a way, Dave. You know, if if it's something you can do, Dave, you, you know, just as well do it, mate. I mean, with all these games like left, you know, the players are going to be, you know, played out of a lot of games, mate. Mm-hmm. To be fair, but but so you know, I think you need to do it, mate. Don't you need to bolster your squad with a few in each position if you can, mate. Yeah. You know, between now and sort of end of April with no extension from the FA mate yeah so there you go uh, Craig was what in in, in the final of uh, one of the Dutchy League Cups last season this this season he could be in the final of the uh, South West Peninsula League Cup the Water Sea Parson League Cup so uh, yeah good job for him mate junior football to play that front for Farmers Town mate good on him mate good on him He's earned that. He's earned that, mate. Any of his goals. Yeah. Even though he's not got a nickname. Nah, gonna have to find one for a mate, are we? Gonna have to think of one. Gonna have to think of one. Yeah. I'm sure the F troop will, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Leave it to the F troop, mate. Leave it to the F troop. Yeah. Yeah. Especially if he starts banging in a few goals, mate. He'll have a song about it, money. He'll have a song about it. Okay. I must just thank the listeners who have got in touch with me this week um, just a reminder you can contact us on Twitter soccer oh, at soccer podcast and uh, Rappo is at Mark Rapsy one and uh, again my email address davedeacon at cornishsoccer.info um, you can also subscribe to the podcast just go on your favourite podcast platform and search for Cornish Soccer Talking Football and that way you can ensure you get your episode ready to download and listen to, and you don't miss Rappo at all. You can get to hear him every week. Oh, okay, mate. Yeah. <laughs> what a treat, mate. What a treat. <laughs> yeah. Do you know, there's actually, we'll probably be, be there, there are listeners from around the world. I know that because I could see it on the stats that, you know, I could see behind yeah. the screen sort of thing. And uh, yeah. this week, we might get one from Mexico. Because, really, mate? Yeah, because Mark, Mark Huckle, <laughs> Perrin Films, is uh, oh, yeah, yeah. over there on holiday or spending some time over there. And I know that Mark yeah. normally listens to uh, bits of the podcast. So uh, uh, we can add Mexico to our list of countries like Australia and USA and Canada and whatever. So. <laughs> another country to the, uh, another gringo, mate, to the list. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, where you, what what you what game are you going to catch this week? Yeah, How open Penrins. Yeah, yeah, open so Dave, open Penrins on mate against the Luggan. You know, top three clash mate on. Hopefully, Bakes his pitch. Or uh, you know, been looking at all the photos. It is looking a bit wet there, mate. Isn't it with yeah. it. Want to say yeah, whether that's on or no, Dave. But that's plan A, mate. Just you know, hopefully Penrin can bounce back and. You know, another tough game though, mate, I reckon, so... But, uh, yeah, that's plan A, mate. What about, what about yourself, Dave? You uh, actually, I'm just thinking, you, you're going to Penryn, and obviously we're talking about grounds and ground... And then yeah. I start thinking about ground grainy and whatever. I, I noticed there was a uh, mention on, on the forum there today, or yesterday, about the stones, the drainage... Yeah, ...and the yeah. Kernick Road um, pitch around the edge... Presumably, those have got to be um, done away yeah. with because of the ground grading. 
that's what that's right though, yeah, actually, mate. I think it was Meadie, mate, wasn't it? John John Meade yeah. from Penzance mentioned it the baseman, <clears> wasn't it? Stone Stone's gotta go. But Jack did mention to me last week, mate, um we was talking about the next season stuff and, and he said all the lads are going down there one Sunday, mate, um, all of them and, and they're gonna do the stones and that, mate. So yeah. talking talking about volunteers and that, mate, so hopefully it won't all be left to bake. You know, yeah, I think good. I think yeah, Popey's getting all the lads down there on a, on a Sunday, mate, for a few hours, and they're all going to chip in, mate, if you borrow the phrase, mate, <laughs> chip in. <laughs> chip what, in. Um, what will replace them? Because obviously that's part of the drainage sort of system, isn't it, those stones? Yeah, it was, mate, wasn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty sure, well, pretty sure you've got to have, um, I think it is, like concrete around the, yeah, hard core, yeah, right. yeah, hard core, is it, mate? Two, two foot of hard core, is it, mate? I don't know how wide, so, but... Mm. No. Oh, well. That's so, good space. Yeah. Right. Yeah, I think they need to do that at Penrith, mate, and a toilet in the restroom, Dave, I think. Oh, right. That's, that's the two jobs they got, you know, for the for the grain grading, I think, mate. So yeah. everything else is in place there, I think. Right. You're talking about games I might go to. Um, yeah. Uh, Yet another Saturday when nothing too exciting or nothing, you know, jumps out at me in the uh, Premier West. Um, so uh, undecided. I don't know, that Camelford St. Austell game, perhaps. I don't know. That's But trouble is, yeah, I, I leave it late in the morning now or not late in the morning, but leave it yeah. to Saturday to, to see what games are left on. So... Uh, yeah, exactly, mate. Because you would say Callington, well, we know, you know, we know what's called yeah. the Marshfield Park. Um, yeah. Camelford is does get a bit soggy, doesn't it? Uh, Falmouth, yeah. Bobbin, well, I watched Falmouth last night, so don't want to watch them again too often. Um, no. Port Leavenly scored, that could be one. <clears throat> Sodash, mm-hmm. Dennis, no, because Sodash should win that one. Mm-hmm. St. Blasey, Penzance. No, I watched. Yeah. Pen- oh, no, no, I watched St. Blazy last night, didn't I? So, don't want to watch yeah, them again. Stegger no, Helston, no, I don't want to watch Helston no. because I will be watching them the Saturday after for definite. Um, Weybridge Newquay or Wendron Lanson. So uh, that might be decent. Could mate. go to the Yeah, I was just thinking, yeah, that, you know, all the clarets, mate, isn't it? Yeah, Claret and, might go yeah. and see what. Lanson's second strip colour is. Yeah, yeah, that'd be interesting. I think it used to be yellow, Dave. Uh, it used to be. When, um, yeah, in my day, I think Lanson had a lot of yellow. Did they have a white one one year, mate? But, <laughs> yeah, yeah, but yeah, I, think, I can't remember. I think they've had a few different ones, mate. But yeah, I think yellow, mate. Yeah, they had a few yellow kits, I remember when. Well, perhaps I'll tweet a photograph quite early on Saturday afternoon to tell you what colour it is. That's that's if I go there. So I'll be following Twitter, mate. Yeah, yeah. Hopefully we'll get a few games on, Dave, aren't we? Yeah, yeah. Change it next week, though, isn't it? Apparently. Uh, yes, apparently so. That's right. Let's hope yeah. so. Anyway, so uh, lots of games, gross, lots of games coming yeah, up during mate. the week as well. Now, so uh, let's yeah. hope so. Needs to, doesn't it? Yeah. Needs to change. I think. Yeah. It? So yeah. we're right out of time. That's another yeah. Friday. Another week one, mate. Yeah. I know. Where's the time going, mate? Have a, have a good weekend, anyway, Dave. Wherever you end up, mate. Yeah, and you and. Uh, Thank you. 
And as I said, thanks to everyone that's listened, and especially those that have contributed. Um, I've got a couple interviews possibly already lined up for next week. Um, people, oh, are, people are queuing up to come on the program. Yeah. Right? <laughs> yeah. People are getting That's in touch song, with me, right? saying, I've always wanted yeah. to go on the Rapper and Deeks Friday Fix podcast. Can you fix it for me? <laughs> So. Lifetime's ambition for him, mate, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. that's right. So. <laughs> yeah. So, also, got, also got an interesting one, all being well if the technology works, of um, two from Helston talking to me. They've got their own individual little battle going on. Any idea who that might well, be? Yeah, they've got to be broke some slates, haven't they, mate? <laughs> They'd probably put 50 quid on it as well, though, and then... <laughs> So we'll find yeah. out more from them next week. So for the moment, though, that's it. We've got to go. Yeah, cheers, Dave. Have a good weekend, mate. And, um, yeah, see, I was going to say something then, mate, but obviously can't be that important. <laughs> <laughs> what was I going to say? Oh, it doesn't matter, Dave. It's gone. It's gone, mate. It's gone. Okay. It's gone. Yeah. We're gone. <laughs> yeah, cheers, Dave. Have a good weekend, mate. And everyone else involved in Cornish football, mate. Thanks for listening. We hope you enjoyed the show. Your Cornish 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 C